Teddy Roosevelt's mothers, the whole family fought for the Confederacy. We interrupt regular programming for the following presentation of high school sports. Batten down the hatches. The Cumberland Pirates be coming. And off again to Cypher with Burner and Los Angeles. He's got a big hole. He's got one man to beat. Down the sideline. He's going to carry that man. Still carry him all the way into the end zone. Caught by Cumberland at the 15 yard line. Got a block. He's got another one. He's got a big hole. They're going to bounce to the outside. 50, 45, 40, 35. They got the kick of the beat. 20, 25, 15, 10, 5. And an opening kickoff. Return for a touchdown. Cumberland Pirates. Pitch it. And it's going to be a fumble in the backfield. Deep in the backfield. It's going to be picked up by Cumberland in for a touchdown. He's going to step on the defender. He's going to dive through. It's now time for Cumberland Pirates football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. Good Friday evening and welcome to Casey Westville High School for this Class 1A first round playoff matchup between the Casey Westville Warriors and your Cumberland Pirates. This is the 6-11 matchup here in this first round. Casey enters at 8 and one Cumberland enters at 6-3. and three. It's the 6 versus the 11, and two schools separated by 12 miles. That's it. That's all that separates one school from another, 12 miles. These two teams used to be conference foes back in the little line-eye days. In fact, Casey Westfield, as far as I have seen, going back on the IHSA's website, has never lost to the Pirates. Going all the way back to the year in 1996, Casey's never lost to Cumberland. Their last meeting was back in 2013. They beat Cumberland. 60 to 8, and Casey has three, that's right, three playoff wins against the Cumberland Pirates. In 05, second round matchup, 27 to 7. In 07, first round matchup, 45 to 6. And in 08, a first round matchup, 41 to nothing. However, recently, the Pirates have been more successful than the Casey Westfield Warriors, as Cumberland has made the playoffs now in 23, 22, 21. Of course, there were no playoffs in 2020, 2019, 18, 17, and 16. They have two wins in that time frame, whereas the KZ Westfield Warriors have only made the playoffs in 2021, 2019, and 2014. You got to go all the way back to 2014 to the last time KZ Westfield had a playoff victory. So, yes, playoff football is a known commodity in KZ. KZ, we know them as a dynasty, especially, you know, me when I was growing up, going to Newton in the uh, mid, you know, 2000s or whatnot. It was all about Casey Westfield football and how dominant they were and how good they were. But lately, been some lean times for the Casey Westfield Warriors. Getting back to the playoffs this year with an eight and one record uh, included in that wins over seven and two Lawrenceville as well as a win last week over five and four Paris. Their one loss was to Mount Carmel, which is a decent loss. But this Casey Westfield defense is what you got to watch out for. This defense has been outstanding all year. I mentioned that Mount Carmel game. In that game, Casey gave up 23 points. That's the most they've given up all season long. This defense has had five shutouts. Five shutouts over playoff teams, such as Red Hill, week one, they beat 26 to nothing. And Lawrenceville, who finished seven and two playoff team, they beat them 14 to nothing. So shutouts, shutouts, shutouts was all been about. But the offense has also been doing its job as well, putting up 63-55-35 last week against Paris in their win, 35-20 against the uh, Paris Tigers. So Cumberland has their work cut out for them. They come into this game, I would think, probably as the underdog, uh, both seeding-wise and just, you know, 
play-wise. But again, as I you know said on the starting lineup, into the starting lineup, Cumberland has played just as good, if not better, competition. Cumulative record rise. Cumberland's cumulative record of opponents they face one better than Casey. And the fact, yes, Cumberland did lose to Arthur, but they were in that game all the way to the very end. Um, makes you makes you think that you can kind of handle this. Um, and so we'll have to see if the Pirates can maintain and, and try and get a win here tonight and advance to the second round. The winner of tonight's contest, by the way, will go on to face the winner of the Greenfield, Northwestern, and Nokomis matchup. That is a 3-14 matchup that will be taking place tomorrow. So that's where the winner will go. The loser goes home. You're done for the year. So we'll see what happens here. As uh, Something cool because, like we said, the schools are so close together. Um, actually, both bands will be playing here tonight. So both the Cumberland band as well as the Casey band will be playing at halftime. It looks like both bands will also be uh, performing our national anthem here in just a little bit. So uh, that's cool because the bands are so close together that they're doing that. Uh, these communities very close together. Um, but there is, like I said, a little bit of a rivalry. Like I said, Casey has never lost to Cumberland, at least all the way back to 1996. So we'll see if Casey can keep that streak alive. Or if the Pirates, hey, there's no better time than the present to break a streak. So we'll have to see if the Cumberland Pirates can do that here tonight. While we have a moment, I want to thank our sponsors. Because, of course, you are listening to the First at Neighbor Bank Toledo pregame show, but also our other sponsors, Scott's Building Center. Evapco Midwest, Country Financial, Curtis Walker, Lauren Holtz, Apple Clap, Cuts Insurance, Gentry Small Engine Repair, Coffee and Cream, Neil Fire Toledo, and the Toledo Democrat. Thanks to all of them for their support of Cumberland Pirate football here, not just tonight, but all season long. We greatly, greatly appreciate their support of Cumberland Pirate football and uh, this season that the Pirates have had here. And again, Community so close together. Good turnout from both sides. Obviously, New Cage was going to show up here at home, but uh, Pirates made the long trek of that 12 miles to get here as well. So uh, it should be a great atmosphere. Weather-wise, right now, we're okay, but I know rain showers are coming. As Will back there at the studio was reporting to me before we came out in the air that he was sitting there in Effingham watching the lightning coming in. So we'll have to see if that will play a factor in tonight's contest as well. Um, hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully we are able to get this game in. But uh, we'll have to kind of wait and see. We'll have to wait it out here and, and see kind of what we're looking at as far as the weather goes. But uh, for right now, it is cloudy. I was able to see the moon earlier when I first got here as I am facing the east um, for my broadcast position. But uh, now it is all clouded over. I cannot see the moon anymore. So uh, that tells you that the cloud cover rolling in, that cold front coming in, as well as we are getting set here momentarily for kickoff for tonight's contest between Cumberland and Casey. And like I said, recently Cumberland had more success in the postseason, but Casey has never lost to the Pirates. So to me, it's going to be a, one of these things is going to have to end. Um, Cumberland has more wins recently in the postseason than Casey does. Casey never lost to Cumberland last time they faced off. It uh, was back, like we said, in 2013. It was Casey getting the blowout win in that one. Talked to Coach in the middle of the week. He said, hey, our players don't remember the rivalry with Casey, but he's like, I do. The coaches do. The players do. Um, parents do, I mean. Uh, because it's just been so long. It's been so long since these two teams were in the Little Illini. 2013 was the last year that Cumberland was in the Little Illini Conference. They moved over to the Little Oakland Valley the following year. That was the last time they played Casey. So we'll see if 
is history repeats itself or if we get a new history being written here tonight as the crowd roars and comes to life here as Casey Westfield starts to make their way out for the contest today. And you can't see from my vantage point yet the jersey colors for Casey, but again, everyone here in the Casey stands doing the Casey chomp. And they are ready for playoff football back here at Casey for the first time in a while. It's been a while since Casey hosted a playoff game. Got to go, go back to that 2014 game. For the last time, Casey hosted a playoff game. They were the five seed that year. As here come the Warriors and the Rockets' red glare. Fireworks going off here at Casey as Casey makes their way out onto the field for this first-round playoff matchup between the Warriors and your Cumberland Pirates. And, again, recency bias, you know, like I said, Cumberland's had a better postseason recently than the Casey Westfield Warriors. But we'll have to see if that maintains here tonight on this evening here in Casey. Well, we are going to step away for the tonight's national anthem. Tonight's national anthem, as well as all season long, can be brought to you by Cuts Insurance. So when we come back, we will have the opening kickoff for this first round IHSA playoff matchup in Class 1A. You're listening to Cumberland Pirate Football on WCRA. Share the road during harvest season. Cuts Insurance and Grinnell Mutual want your help protecting our hardworking farmers. While they're hard at work, let's keep their safety in mind while traveling our roadways. Slowing down and paying attention helps keep everyone safe. Together, we can trust in tomorrow. Contact Dave Cuts, your local Grinnell Mutual agent at Cuts Insurance today for all your insurance needs. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. You're listening to Cumberland Pirates Football on WCRA. The Toledo Democrat has been keeping folks up to date on all the events in and around Cumberland County since 1857. 
Wes and Billy Chambers promise to keep that tradition alive at the Toledo Democrat. They're thankful for the opportunity to serve Cumberland County and their work hard to bring you up to date on the news and events in the area. The Toledo Democrat, your county newspaper says, let's go, Pirates. This is Cumberland High School football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. Welcome back here to Casey Westfield High School. As Casey uh, has been announced, like we said, uh, Coach Fritch Nick, his first year here at Casey, and he talked to me before the season started. He talked about just playing Casey Westfield football and just trying to get that tradition back here in Casey through one year. He's done that. I mean, sitting here at eight and one in his first year. Um, now, the little and I was down a little bit this year, but again, you know, big wins against Lawrenceville, Red Hill, Red Hill, the playoff team, Paris, playoff team as well. So, uh, this is a, a, a Casey Westfield team that, like I said, is very, very good defensively. It's going to be the defense that, to me, is going to be the the difference maker and the Pirate offense do enough against this KZ defense to keep them in the game. This KZ defense, I think, may be one of the top five defenses in the area. And I'm not, that's not a hyperbole. That's not me, you know, big talk in a game. That is the truth. I think they're one of the top five defenses in the area, especially at the 1A level. 1A, for sure, a top five defense in our area. So it's going to be hard for this uh, Cumberland offense, which, as we've seen at times, has had problems with controlling the ball, had problems with turnovers, had problems with stuff like that. So it's going to be very interesting for me to see if the uh, the Cumberland offense, as the Pirates make their way out onto the field, and the Cumberland faithfully rough on the opposite side of the field, and the players jumping up and down, they're excited, they're pumped, they're ready. Like we said, Casey has not been in this position of playoff football since 2021. So for that, you know, you think of that, it's been since 2021, these seniors would have just been, you know, sophomores, juniors, freshmen. So did they play significant playing time in that playoff game? Probably not. So uh, that'll be something to factor in. This is, you know, as I said on the starting line today, this is going to be the loudest, most intense atmosphere that either of these teams have probably seen all year long. So it's going to be interesting to see as it looks like the Pirates will be kicking off to start tonight's contest. Cumberland will be in there all white with the blue numbers, black trim. And Casey Westfield will have purple tops with black pants, white helmets, black numbers with yellow trim as we get ready to get this Class 1A first-round matchup underway between Casey and Cumberland as the Casey crowd erupts. Casey will be starting, like we said, with the football. As Nebel will get the ball teed up here for the Cumberland Pirates. As back deep, it'll be Rhodes to return for Casey. I see him back there as well. As it looks like possibly Richards back deep to return for Casey. Yes, that is Richards. So Richards and Rhodes back deep to return for the Warriors. Nebel has the ball teed up. Not much of a win here. Again, weather may be a factor. If there is a win, it is actually to the Pirates' back. As we await the opening kickoff from Nebel. And there's the kick. It's a decent kick. It looks like it's angling 
and it'll bounce at about the 15. He picks up maybe about the 17-yard line. That's where the return will set up. He's down to the 30, and he's going to be across the 40 and out of bounds at about the 45-yard line. However, there's a flag on the play. A flag on the play. We'll wait and see who it's on. It looks like it's in the area of a hold. But I wait for official word here from the official. But Casey's backing up, so they seem to think it's on them. Again, wait on official word. From the official, it will be a hold on the Warriors. And so that'll be a mark-off from the side of the foul. It'll be a 10-yard mark-off, so a 10-yard penalty. And Casey will take over first and 10 on their own 32-yard line for the Warriors. Lament and company. He is the quarterback. He is just a more. They'll line up with three receivers bunched to the left side. One running back behind Clement. And with one of those three men bunched in motion. Now he'll pitch it. Oh, there's no one there. And so it's on the ground. He's going to pick it up, though, is Clement. He's going to be brought down behind the line of scrimmage or right at the line. And that was just a miscommunication there. He tried to pitch it to his man, and his man wasn't there. And it'll end up being a loss of about five, it looks like, four yards officially. So a loss of four on that one makes it second and 14. Like I said, it looks like he was trying to set up the pitch, and the man who was supposed to get the pitch was not there. Now, they'll come out again. Two running backs behind the quarterback, kind of a half tee. One receiver out to the left, one receiver to the right. Going to hand it off, looking for running room up the middle. Brought down after about a four-yard game back to the original line of scrimmage. As that was Sullivan on the carry. Give him four on that one. Makes it third and ten. Actually, they're going to say he only got three. As that was Harmon who got in there on the tackle for the Pirates. Possibly Redfern as well up front. In that first wave, as Cumberland defense tries to make a stop here. On this opening possession for Casey. Come on again under center. Kind of a half tee going off to the right-hand side. One receiver on the left, one receiver on the right. Looking to throw it. He's under pressure. Going to lob it up to the left side. It's up in the air. It's going to be caught. It's caught down the sideline. He's all alone. And it's a touchdown for Casey. It's a touchdown for Casey as the defender got stripped up for the Pirates. And Casey gets on the board first with a touchdown. Just that simple. And that'll be a 68-yard touchdown pass to Richards. And first pass of the night, and it ends up being a touchdown here with 10-22 left to go in this first quarter. It was Clement to Richards. For 69 yards, and we got a flag. False start on Casey. So, false start on the Warriors. So, Casey, false start. We'll wait and see if it'll be enforced on the kickoff. It will not. It'll be enforced here. So, back them up. Looks like five yards 
sorry, second penalty of the night for Casey. But they'll still line up for the extra point. As it will be right to kick the extra point. Sullivan will hold their snap ball down, kick up, it's on the way, and it's good. And the extra point is good. And Casey takes an early 7-0 lead here with 10.22 left to go in this first quarter. We will take a break when we come back. We'll have more coming up football here on WCRA. The Toledo Democrat has been keeping folks up to date on all the events in and around Cumberland County since 1857. Wes and Billy Chambers promise to keep that tradition alive at the Toledo Democrat. They're thankful for the opportunity to serve Cumberland County and their work hard to bring you up to date on the news and events in the area. The Toledo Democrat, your county newspaper says, let's go Pirates! You're listening to Cumberland Pirates Football on WCRA. So Casey was looking at a third and 11. They converted it instead into points, and they lead 7-0 as Wyatt Erickson, the freshman, will line up to kick it off here to the Pirates. McMeekin back deep to return for Cumberland. Erickson kicking. It's a nice kick. It'll be caught at about the 60-yard line by McMeekin. That's where he'll set up the return, looking for some blocks. Going to get to the outside. He's to the 30. Cuts back up field, 
we'll say we'll give that about a 15 down to the 36 to make it a 21 yard gain. I'll line up again with three running backs. Going to hand it off again to Sullivan. Looking for a running room up the middle. He's going to fight forward for another good chunk of yards. So they're going to give him six on that one. As now they'll Clement will come out. Not go no huddle this time. Nine minutes left to go. First quarter, 7-0. Casey leads early. And three running backs, no wide receivers. Going to hand it off this time to the first running back. He's going to make a cut, makes another, makes one man miss. He's down to the 45-40, 35-30. Going to cut back up field, 25-20, 15-10. Breaks a couple more tackles, and he's down inside the five. We'll say about 35 yards there. Right up the middle. And he's going to take the snap. Quarterback keeper looking to get in the end zone. Not going to happen this time. So couldn't get it in that time on the QB keeper right up the middle. Looks like they'll line back up. That was Karras on the big 35-yard run. And they'll line up here. Second and goal. This time they'll pitch it outside. And it's going to be another touchdown for Casey. Casey gets in again. With 8.07 left to go. It was a two-yard touchdown run by Richards. He's got 40 yards on five carries. A07 left to go here first quarter. As Richards with the two-yard run. And the extra point is up. And good. And Casey leads here 14 to nothing here with 807 left to go. We'll be back in 30. You're listening to Cumberland Pirate Football on WCRA. If where you work just isn't working anymore, it's time to move up to Evapco in Greenup, where many employees have retired millionaires. Starting wages at Evapco range from $16.90 per hour to $22 per hour based on skills and experience. And life insurance is free. Receive profit sharing twice a year and enjoy exceptional health benefits like medical, dental, and vision insurance, along with a prescription drug plan. Evapco is looking for assembly mechanics, welders, machine operators, and general laborers. Make the move to Evapco. Apply at jobs.evapcomw.com opportunity employer you're listening to cumberland pirates football on wcra as the rain has started to come here in casey it is pouring here as casey casey's offense is pouring too they're pouring in points here early on they lead 14 to nothing 807 left in this pirate offense one play one turnover They'll try and do a better job this time as there's another great kick. McNeekin will let it bounce, and he'll pick it up at about the four, looking to set up a good return again, and he's going to be wrapped up and brought down hard on the ground at about the 21-yard line. I mean, he was flung. 
it'll be Cumberland, first and 10 on their own 21. A lot worse field position for the Pirates than their last drive. Like we said, now the rain has started to come. 8.03 left to go in this first quarter. 14-0. KZ leads early. Olmstead will come out shotgun again. Kaiser, the running back on the right-hand side. Two receivers split out on each side. Going to move McNeek in motion. Left to right. They'll give McNeek on the jet sweep. Looking to get some block. Trying to get to the outside. Stiff arms, but not good enough. And maybe a gain of one, and that's it. Maybe a yard for McNeekin if they give him that. And I don't think they will. Yes, they're going to give him a yard. So make it second nine here. Ball on the 22. And again, this KZ defense is so good that you really can't afford to get down early against them. And the Pirates have already done that. Like I said, KZ's only given up at most 23 points this season. 23 and 20. The most they've given up all year. Shotgun again. Going to move one man in motion. They pick it to the motion man on the jet sweep. Looking to throw his own set. Setting up a screen. And it's going to be incomplete. Incomplete pass. Brings up third down. Third and nine. Third and nine here. Ball in the 22. And the Warriors have come out full of emotion and energy. And this Pirate offense just doesn't seem to have an answer here early. Shotgun formation. Three wide receivers on the left-hand side. Going to take the snap. Olmstead looking to throw. Looking to throw. Under pressure. Going to step up into the pocket. Try and run for it. And not hardly anything. Maybe a yard. Nope. No gain on that one by Olmstead. And so it'll be fourth down, and it looks like Harmon will be lined up to punt. So Harmon will be punting. It'll be Rhodes back to return. As Harmon will be standing at about his own eight-yard line or so to punt it. And there's the snap. There's the punt. It's a decent punt. It'll bounce at about the 45 and take a roll all the way down to the 39-yard line. That is the KZ 39, and that's where the Warriors will take over. So Cumberland has thus far gained a yard on offense. Two drives, one yard. That's it. And they're actually going to say it went out of bounds to the 41. So Warriors football, first and 10 on their own 41. As we'll see if this KZ defense has an answer. What we've seen here thus far early on from KZ. These have come out two running backs in that half tee. Two wide receivers on the right-hand side for Clement. He's going to hand it off looking for some running room. Not a lot there. Maybe about uh, two yards or so. That was Sullivan on the carry. He's been busy tonight. Give him, oh, they're going to give him three. He's got 43 yards already on six carries, including a touchdown. As Clement will come back out. So he's second about eight from the 43. Here, 5.55 left to go in this first quarter, 14 nothing. Casey leads in this first round matchup the IHSA playoff. Two receivers on the right, two running backs behind Clement as well. Move one man in motion from left to right. 
going to pitch it on the outside. There's a flag as he'll be down at about the 46-yard line. However, there is a flag. That was Garas on the carry. And I'm waiting to see what the call is. And it'll be legal formation on Casey. That will push the Warriors back. As Cumberland will accept the penalty, it'll be from the line of scrimmage. It'll be a five-yard penalty. Third penalty for Casey. Hasn't affected him thus far yet. As now it'll be about second and 13 as the rain continues to pour down. Three running backs. And it's going to be quarterback keeper right up the middle for Clement. And he'll get it back inside the original line of scrimmage. So give him about four yards it looks like. And I'll bring up third down. Third and about nine. Eight or nine here for Casey. Ball in the 42. Again, three running backs behind the quarterback, Clement. Now one of those will switch out and kind of in a pro formation. They're going to pitch it to the right side. Looking for some running room is Sullivan. He's got the first and more down to the 40 and inside about the 39-yard line for Sullivan. So another big gain. About 20 there for Sullivan. He's already got 63 yards. And it's another first down for Casey. Cumberland was losing their footing there on the wet field. And we said it's, the rain is coming down. And they'll line up again. Kind of that pro formation. One guy moved out to the right off that eye. And Sullivan's going to get it up the middle. It leaps over the pile. And he's going to keep fighting forward down inside the 20. Down about the 20. Going to be down about the 28-yard line. So another first down for Casey. Give him about 15 on that one. Seventy-eight yards thus far for Sullivan here in just this first quarter. Gonna hand it off up the middle this time to the first running back. And he's gonna get about a yard. Maybe a couple more. As that was Garas on the carry. Looks like they're gonna give him about two. After his big gain earlier. Casey will proceed it back to the line here on second and eight. Ball in the 26. Going to hand it off this time to the right tackle, or the right uh, running back. And that will be Clark, I believe, on that carry. Yeah, we'll mark it as Clark. And the ball was on the ground, and we got whistled after that gain of about five. And it'll be a false start on Casey, so I'll back him up five more. And like we said, it is absolutely pouring here in Casey. As it will be third down, make it third and about seven, six or seven, as Clement will come back from the sideline. They're going to wipe the ball off. They're going to switch out balls, I'm sorry. 
as three three running backs behind the quarterback. It's on the ground again. And they're going to say Casey fell on it, but no gain, so it will be fourth down. So it'll be fourth and six. Ball on the 24. And with the rain being what it is, I don't know if you'll set up for a field goal now because, like I said, it is pouring. And Casey will come out. Looks like they will be going for it here on a fourth and six. Just having problems getting the ball to the quarterback. I'll get to Clement. It's on the ground again. Clement's going to pick it up, though. Looks to throw it. It's going to be incomplete. Almost intercepted by the Pirates. There is a flag, though. So I'll wait and see what the flag is. As it will be... Oh, it'll be uh, over the sideline. Too many over over the, the sideline. It'll be a turnover on down. So it's a sideline warning for Casey. They were getting too far out onto the field. So it will be a turnover on downs. The Pirates will take over first and 10 on their own 24. We'll see if this Cumberland offense can finally put something together here with 2.14 left to go in this first quarter. They trail 14 nothing. As Cumberland will come out, wishbone. Wishbone for the Pirates behind Olmstead. Going to hand it off to McMeekin. McMeekin's looking for running room on the right-hand side. Goes into the pile, and he'll get a couple. Give him about three. That's about it. So it'll set up about a second and six for Cumberland. And that three-yard run was the biggest play of the Pirates thus far tonight. Minus the kick return earlier. Cumberland will come out. Shotgun. Two receivers. Two wing backs. Going to hand it off to McNeekin on the jet sweep. And he's going to be brought down behind the line of scrimmage. We'll make it up a three-yard gain on the last play. So we'll say it's a five-yard loss on that one. And it'll set up third down. Third and long here for Casey. Or for Cumberland, excuse me. Make it third and about 12, I think. We'll say third and 12 for the Pirates. Ball on the Cumberland 22. Less than a minute to go in this first quarter. A first quarter that has not gone great for Cumberland. They'll line up high formation. Two receivers. McMeekin is a deep back. McMeekin gets the fake play action under pressure is Homestead. He's just going to throw that one up there and it's going to fall incomplete. And it'll be fourth down for the Pirates. That'll be fourth down. As Harmon looks like he will be lining up the punt here with 33.7 seconds left here in this fourth down play. Fourth and 12.
fourth and 12 for the Pirates. As Harmon will once again be punting from inside his own 10. As we're trying to get a dry ball out there. Like we said, it's, it's pouring out there, so. Harmon. The low snap. He's able to corral it. Almost lost handle of it. He went to punt it. It'll be kind of a spiral punt. It'll be caught at about the 49-yard line. Here comes Casey setting up the return, and they'll be down at about the 35. That is the Cumberland 35-yard line, and that's where the Warriors will take over. Already leading 14 and up in here with 24.2 seconds left to go in this first quarter. Cumberland has yet to get a first down here tonight. In fact, total yards for the Pirates at this point, minus one. And it'll be uh, running into the punter. Or roughing the punter. I didn't see that call. It'll be roughing the punter, and that may be a first down for the Pirates. It will be. That'll be a 15-yarder. And that'll be an automatic first down for the Pirates. Their first first down of the night. That'll be first and 10 Cumberland ball on the 47-yard line. Excuse me, 37-yard line. Wishbone for the Pirates. And it's just going to be a QB keeper for Olmstead, and he's just going to fall into the pile and give him about two on that carry. Olmstead's got two yards on the game, and that'll probably take us to the end of the first quarter. So after one quarter of play, Pirates trail 14 to nothing over Casey. And we'll be back here with more Cumberland Pirates high school playoff action. In just a moment, you're listening to Cumberland Pirate Football on WCRA. Neal Tire and Auto Service has been serving the community for over 90 years, and they're 100% employee-owned. You entrust your vehicle to their team, and they don't take that lightly. They treat you better than family. The word tire may be in their name, but they offer much more, like diagnostics, brakes, suspensions, and alignments, just to name a few. Nothing beats a Neal deal. Visit them today at 205 East Madison Street in Toledo. Open weekdays till 5 and Saturdays till noon. They wish the best of luck to this year's Cumberland Pirates. Go Pirates! Embrace the crisp allure of autumn with coffee and creams in Toledo. Discover your perfect brew among their hot and cold brews, teas, lotus, specialty sodas, and more. Tempt your taste buds with their mouth-watering sandwiches, ice cream, pizzas, soups, salads, wraps, and even treats for the little ones. And now, say hello to their new fall trick-or-treat menu, a delicious blend of seasonal sensations designed to leave you enchanted. Coffee and creams, the perfect blend of deliciousness. Only in Toledo. This is Cumberland High School football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. Welcome back here to Casey Westfield High School. As Cumberland will have it second and eight. 14 nothing. Casey leads as we get ready to start the second quarter. It'll be wishbone for the Pirates again here on second and eight in this Casey defense. Around the line, preparing for that run. It will be a run this time to Kaiser. Trying to bounce outside. Can't do anything with it. Give, they're going to give them a yard on forward progress. So make it third down. 
third and seven. As once again, that ball will get changed out due to the rain. As Cumberland will come out here, third and eight, third and seven, excuse me. Ball's on the 40. As they'll come out shotgun, three receivers on the right-hand side, one receiver on the left, that's Harmon, all alone on the left-hand side, all set in the shotgun. Homestead, and it's going to be a high snap, goes over his head, and he's just going to fall on it, and that'll bring a fourth down. There is a penalty. I see a flag. I don't know about that one, but I believe that will be on Casey. It'll be a late hit, basically, on Casey. Yep. Unsportsmanlike conduct on Casey. As I disagree with that, I think that he was just trying to fight for the ball, but that'll be another 15-yard penalty on Casey. Casey has a lot of penalties here tonight. Already six penalties for 55 yards. It'll still be fourth down. It'll still be fourth and long, and Cumberland will still probably be punting it. Actually, no, they're going to replay third down because of the penalty. So they're going to replay third down. But because of the loss of yards on the bad snap, it'll still be third and long. You're looking at third and, third and about 15 or so for Cumberland. Ball will be on the 32-yard line. High formation, it looks like, for the Pirates. Beerman and Harmon, the wide receivers. McMeekin is the deep back. As Olmstead looks to the sideline. And we're going to get a timeout from Cumberland. So Cumberland will take their first timeout here with 10 19 left to go in this first half. Pirates trail 14 nothing. We'll be back in one minute. You're listening to Cumberland Pirate Football on WCRA. Summer's winding down, and that means two things at Gentry Small Engine Repair. They're ready to service your outdoor equipment, like chainsaws and leaf blowers. Need repairs, parts, or something shiny and new that can help kick off your season. Go see Gentry Small Engine to get your machines ready for fall and football season. Don't forget to have your generators spruced up and ready to roar for those tricky Illinois winners. Located on the north side of the square in Toledo, Gentry Small Engine is a very proud supporter of Cumberland Pirate football. This is Cumberland High School Football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. Welcome back here to KZ High School as it continues to rain here in KZ. Cumberland looking at third and 17 from their own 32-yard line. The Pirates thus far has a grand total of three full yards of offense. As this KZ defense, like I said, is for real. I do think they are a top five defense in the state of Illinois, especially at the 1A level. Shotgun formation for Olmstead. He's got three receivers on his right-hand side. He's looking to throw it under pressure. Steps up into the pocket. He's going to scramble for it. And he's going to be upended. Lands on his head. And he'll be brought down after a gain of a couple. And it will bring up fourth down. So make it fourth and about eight. So we'll say... About a five-yard run there by Olmstead. I don't know if it was worth what ended up happening to him in the end. And Harmon will once again punt it for the third time tonight. Third, third time tonight that Harmon will be punting, and this drive 
continued for Cumberland just due to the fact that there was a penalty on Casey. As now the play clock's down to six. Cumberland's just now getting out there. And I don't know if Cumberland's going to hike it in time. Nope, they're going to take another timeout. So Cumberland's going to take another timeout here with 9.6 left to go because they didn't have everyone out on the field. And this has just become just just not a good first half of football if you're the Cumberland Pirates. And I, I don't know what other way to say that. Like I said, you knew going in you were kind of the underdog. You knew going in you were kind of, you know, your back against the wall here. But um, just the, the interception on the first drive after you had a great kick return to get you all the way down to the 35-yard line and you have a short field and the very first play you throw an interception and then just three straight drives all ending in punts. It, it just has not been a good first half for your Cumberland Pirates. And, again, this Casey defense is for real, and unfortunately you haven't been able to stop them on offense yet either. So Harmon will line up for his third punt of the game already. The low snap, he's going to get it, and then gets the punt off. It's a high punt, and it'll go out of bounds at about the 31-yard line. So it'll be first and 10 KZ, ball on the 30, see where they officially marked him down at. Yeah, 33. They went out at the 33. So it'll be KZ Westfield football. And like we said, KZ tries to get their first playoff win. Since 2014. As it will be first and 10. For the Warriors. This Warriors offense, they've had one negative play on the night. That's it. They'll line up once again, kind of three running backs, and the second running back will move off this time to the left-hand side behind the quarterback. And take a snap, they'll pitch to the outside. That's Sullivan, and he's going to get upended. After, looks like they're going to mark him for a yard. He's got 79 yards on the night on nine carries. Makes it second and nine for the Warriors here. They lead 14 to nothing. And with a defense as good as Casey has, your offense doesn't need to be electric. They don't need to be explosive. They just need to protect the football and just use up some clock. And that's what Casey's been doing and been able to get some scores as well. They'll line up again. This time that running back will go to the right-hand side. He's going to hand it off to the first running back. Looking for running room. Not a lot. Looks like they'll give him about, looks like about three yards. That was Karras on the carry. He's been busy tonight as well. He's got over 40 yards rushing. As they'll go tempo here. Third and six. Ball on their own 37 for Casey. Again, three running backs. They'll move over to the right-hand side, that second running back. Looking to throw it, though, this time. Going to throw it up. It's Clement. It's going to be caught down at the 45-yard line. That catch was by Richards. We'll give him him 15 on that one. And it's another KZ first down, their fifth of the night. Pirate offense has yet to get a first down. It'll be first and 10 KZ. Ball on the 46. That's the Cumberland 46. Clement's going to hand it off to Richards, the deep back, and he's going to break through a hole and be brought down at about the 40. That'll give him a gain of six on that one. And it'll 
it'll be second and about five. Second and four, excuse me. Ball on the 40. As like we said, it's just been physical football, and the physicality has been provided for the most part by Casey. Clement, again, going to pitch it out this time to Sullivan, and he's going to be brought down, but he's going to get close to the first. They're going to mark him just one yard short, so give him three yards on that pitch. He's got 88 yards on the night on 11 carries. He's averaging eight yards a carry. And they'll be third and third about one, maybe two, just depending on how you look at it. Again, three running backs. Oh, the ball's on the ground. And the ball's on the ground. And Sullivan's going to recover it for Casey, but it will be a loss on the bad snap. As that one, Clement never even had a, had a chance to grab it, and it was on the ground immediately. So we'll bring up a fourth and nine for Casey, ball on their own 45, and they're going to go for it here on fourth and nine. Fourth and nine, Clement under center. Got three running backs behind him, and now we got a whistle and a timeout for Casey. So Casey will take a timeout here with 6.22 left to go. In this first half, they lead 14 nothing. We'll take 30 seconds as well. You'll come on fire football on WCRA. Summer is winding down, and that means two things at Trapair. They're ready to service your outdoor equipment, like chainsaws and leaf blowers. Need repairs, parts, or something shiny and new? They can help kick off your season. Go see Gentry Small Engine to get your machines ready for fall and football season. Don't forget to have your generator spruced up and ready to roar for those tricky Illinois winners. Located on the north side of the square in Toledo, Gentry Small Engine is a very proud supporter of Cumberland Pirate football. You're listening to Cumberland Pirates football on WCRA. Welcome back. It'll be fourth and nine for the Warriors. Ball on the Cumberland 45. And it looks like Casey will be punting. Possibly, but you always got to be leery of a fake. As they will fake it. It is a fake up the middle. He's going to get enough for the first. Down to the 45. I didn't even see who had it. It was Suttweiler who had it. And it'll be enough for a first down for Casey on kind of the old hidden ball trick. Give him 11 yards on that one. And when it's going good, it's going good. And for Casey, this first half has been going good. As Cumberland was not prepared for that at all. As Casey will have another set of downs to play with now. It'll be first and ten on the 36. This time they'll line up kind of split backs. And Clement, two receivers on the right-hand side. Clement's going to hand it off, looking for running room on the right-hand side. He's got a hole. He's got a big lane. He's down to the 15, 10 to the 5. Touchdown, Casey. Casey with another touchdown. It was Karras with it. Shares with the the touchdown, 36-yarder. Twenty to nothing, Casey leads after the thirty-six yard touchdown here with five forty left to go. 
He almost went untouched all the way there. And Casey will line up for the extra point. There's that ball down. Kick up. It's on the way. And it's good. Make it 21 to nothing, Casey. And this first half has been all Warriors. We will take a break when we come back. We'll have more Carmel Pirate football on WCRA. Neal Tire and Auto Service has been serving the community for over 90 years, and they're 100% employee-owned. You entrust your vehicle to their team, and they don't take that lightly. They treat you better than family. The word tire may be in their name, but they offer much more, like diagnostics, brakes, suspensions, and alignments, just to name a few. Nothing beats a Neal deal. Visit them today at 205 East Madison Street in Toledo. Open weekdays till 5 and Saturdays till noon. They wish the best of luck to this year's Cumberland Pirates. Go Pirates! This is Cumberland High School football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. Casey leads 21-0, and they will be kicking off. And here's the bad thing. When you have a defense as good as Casey has, 21-0 feels like it might as well be 44-0. I mean, this Cumberland offense has yet to get a first down on their own. And here's the kick. It's another good kick from Casey. McMeekin will catch it. At about the 10, he'll try to set up the return. It's one block, slides on the grass, and he'll be brought down at about the 27. And McMeekin slow getting up, but he will get up. He'll be down at about the 20. Looks like he's trying to make a cut and just kind of slid. And he'll be down at the 28-yard line. That's where Cumberland will take over. McMeekin will gingerly head off on the sideline. It'll be first and 10 on the 28th as the rain has let up a little bit, but it is still raining here in Casey. As Olmstead will come out with three down linemen, a running back on his right side, and then two linemen on the left, two linemen on the right, two receivers on each side. Olmstead takes a snap, quick pass, setting up the screen to Beerman. Beerman's got it, and he'll get it for about two. About two yards. So we'll say it's a two-yard gain by Beerman. And they're going to say unsportsmanlike conduct on Casey. That will move Cumberland up. And that'll be another 15-yarder. on the Warriors as they now have 70 penalty yards tonight on seven penalties, but Cumberland but Cumberland will get another first down thanks to a penalty. Only way they've gotten first downs here tonight. Shotgun through. Here was on the left hand side. Quick pass over to he's trying to get it to Kaiser. They're going to call incomplete pass. It was on the ground. Casey fell on it, but they're going to say it was incomplete. So it'll be second and ten. So it'll be second and ten here for Cumberland. Ball on the 34. As this Cumberland offense is trying so many different things just to move the football, and none of it has been working. Shotgun again through. He was on the left-hand side. Kaiser running back on the right-hand side. Takes a snap. Looking to run it as Olmstead. He lowers his head, but he's going to get nothing. 
maybe a yard. Give him a yard. A yard for the effort. And it'll be third and nine. Ball will be on the 45. And like I said, this Cumberland offense just hasn't been able to do any, anything on this KZD. So it'll be third and nine for the Pirates. Third and nine for Cumberland. Blackhawks down under 10. And it looks like Cumberland is either going to need to take a timeout or get a delay a game, and they will take a timeout. That's their final timeout for the Pirates. So Cumberland will take their final timeout of the half here with 4.36 left to go in this first half. They trail 21-0 while we have a moment here. Let's thank our sponsors real quick. Scott's Building Center coming up in just a little bit. We'll have Scott's Building Center halftime update. Evapco Midwest, First Neighbor Bank at Toledo, Country Financial, Curtis Walker, and Lauren Holt, Apple Claps, Cuts Insurance, Gentry, Small Engine Repair, Coffee and Cream, Neil Tyrant Toledo, and the Toledo Democrat. Thanks once again for their support all season long. Let's see if we can try and get some scores for you from other games. Not a whole lot going on tonight up in Rochester. It's Rochester 27 over Lincoln. That is a 4A matchup going on tonight. Like I said, there's just not a whole lot of games going on. Uh, tonight, we'll try and see if we can get a score for Muhammad Timor and Troy Triad. FM will take on Mount Zion tomorrow. That game can be heard over on 105.5.5 Jack FM. It's Dominic and Travis will have the call on that one. As FM will try to repeat their magic from a couple weeks ago on senior night when they were able to defeat Mount Zion. Cumberland's hoping for some magic. They'll come out shotgun four wide. Kaiser, the running back on the left-hand side, takes the snap to Olmstead. He's under pressure. He's going to be, nope. Fights through the sack and just kind of throws it out of bounds. And that'll be incomplete. As Casey brought the pressure for the first time tonight, Olmstead couldn't do anything about it, and it'll be fourth down. It looks like the Pirates will be punting again. Cumberland offensively has yet to get a first down. They have first downs, but they've all been due to penalties by Casey. This just has not been a great night for the Pirates. This Rhodes back deep to return as well as Richards. For Casey, Harmon will punt. It's a high snap. Harmon able to corral it, and he'll punt it away. And it'll be down at about the 26-yard line. 26-yard line, that's where Casey will take over. It'll be first and 10, Casey. Ball on the 26-yard line in a first quarter that has been nothing but Casey. Minus the penalties, this Warrior team has had a perfect first half, I think. It looks like the rain is, at least for the moment, lightened up. I see a lot less umbrellas out than I saw moments ago. But the field is probably still really slick. As Clement will come out, split back. Two receivers on the left-hand side. Clement takes the snap. He's going to hand it off to Richards, looking for some running room. He's going to be brought down. to down to Sullivan. Give him about five on the carry. Actually, six. We'll give him six. So, we'll be around second and four after a six-yard carry. Got 94 yards on the night. 
according to my unofficial stats. As Daisy will come out here, second four, ball in the 32. Split backs again. Two receivers on the left-hand side. For Clement, this time he'll fake the pitch. He's going to keep it himself. He's going to run it up the middle. Breaks one tackle, breaks another. He's down to the 40. 45, 50, gets the block downfield. 45, 40, 35, 30. He's got no one to beat. There is some penalty flags I see on the field. As I see penalty markers down, that one will be coming back, I believe. As waiting for official word, I've yet to hear it from officials. Like we said, penalties have been the only thing Casey's had a problem with tonight. It'll be a hold declined and a block in the back on Casey. That one will be accepted. As it will still be a first down for Casey. So Casey will still get a first down. We will mark Sullivan down for 10 yards on the carry. Or Clement, excuse me. 10 yards on the carry. But it will still be a 10-yard penalty. And it will be first and 10. So instead of a touchdown, it will just be first and 10 on the 37. Bunch receivers on the left-hand side, three of them. One receiver on the right-hand side, one running back. Going to move one man in motion. That's Richards. Going to pitch it out the opposite way to Sullivan, looking for some running room. He lost the football, and Cumberland's got it. That'll be a turnover on Casey. They're first of the night. And the Pirates have the ball. It'll be first and 10, Cumberland. On their own, or excuse me, on the Casey side of the 50. They're going to mark him at the... 44, 45 officially. It'll be first and 10, Cumberland on the 40, nope, nope, now the 44-yard line. First and 10, KZ on, first and 10, Cumberland on the KZ 44. And this is the second best field position of the night for the Pirates, but again, they've yet to do anything with it. Maybe that's the momentum they needed. Again, it's only a three-score game, 318 left to go in the half. Cumberland won't get the ball to start the second half. Olmstead shotgun, three receivers on the left side, and he tried to pump fake it or throw it, lost the handle of it, he fell on it. They're going to say it was a loose ball, so that'll be a loss of six by Olmstead. He was trying to set up a screen to McNeekin, and unfortunately he just went to throw it and just lost it. And Cumberland, again, with no timeout. 2.44 and counting left to go in this first half. 21 nothing. Casey leads. Again, the Pirates just trying to build some sort of momentum here before the end of the half. Shotgun, four wide. And looking to throw it quick as Olmstead. He's going to air it up. It's going to be caught by Beerman. Down at the 20. 30-yard catch. A quick pass and a quick catch, and the Pirates have their first first down of the ninth that they got on offense. It'll be first and ten, Cumberland. Ball on the 20. Uh, 
a little bit of momentum is all the Pirates need. Maybe that fumble was what it took. Because, again, it's only a three-score game. You're going to get the ball at halftime if you're Cumberland. you got to try and get some points on the board here. Olmstead, shotgun, two receivers on his left-hand side. McNeekin, the one receiver on the right. Kaiser, running back on the left. Olmstead takes the snap, looking to throw it quickly. Going to air it out for McNeekin. It's going to be intercepted. Intercepted back the other way. Here comes Casey. Casey, back the other way. Down to the 20. 25, 30. 35 is going to be brought out of bounds at about the 39-yard line. And there goes that momentum. Second interception of the night for the Pirates. Trying to force it to McNeekin, and the Casey defense read it perfectly, intercepted it at the goal line, and it will be first and 10 Casey. Ball will be on the Cumberland 38-yard line. As once again, Cumberland, every time it feels like momentum is growing, it immediately gets evaporated. As Casey will come out again, split back. Two receivers on the left-hand side. For Clement. Clement's going to look to throw. Looking left. He's going to air it out. Man, wide open. No one within 10 yards of him. He's down to the 50. Going to cut back upfield to the 40. And he's going to be pushed out of bounds at about the 36. And so... We'll say it's a 25-yard... Pass and catch that one was to Richard. And another first down for Casey, their eighth of the night. Here with 136 left to go in the half. Casey already up 21 nothing, trying to put some more points on the board before the end of the half. As it'll be first and 10, ball in the 36. Clement, flip back. Going to hand it off. Looking for a running room. That's Karras, or Karras, excuse me, and he's got enough for the first. Karras with another good run. Got a couple of those. Give him about 13 on that one. And this is just a clear showing by Casey. Karras has 89 yards thus far. Here with 110 left to go. Closing in on 115, excuse me. Left to go in this half. Flip back for Casey. The Warriors have two receivers on left hand side. Going to move Richards in motion from left to right. Going to pitch it out to Sullivan. He's looking for some blocks. He's going to be upended and lands on his head. As Kaiser will drop him for a loss of one. And we're going to get a timeout from Casey. Casey will take their second timeout here with 52.2 seconds left. They lead 21-0. It will be second and 11. Ball will be on the 23-yard line. As like we said, this has just been a clinic put on by Casey here tonight. And this defense is for real. As Cumberland... You know, you thought maybe you had some momentum with that first down pass of, you know, 30, and then immediately on the very next play, you throw the pick. And uh, that's just been the way it's been tonight for the Cumberland Pirates. They got the big kickoff return, very first play after that, an interception. It's just, it hasn't been the Pirates' night thus far offensively. Your defense, I think, has done an okay job. 
But again, when you're playing against a team like Casey, 21 nothing feels like 42 nothing because, you know, their defense is so good. So it'll be second and 11 for Casey, 52.2 seconds left. They have two, uh, one timeout left now. Three running backs behind Clement. Clement. Move that second running back to the left-hand side. He's looking to throw, looking right. Now comes back to the left, airs it up, left side, incomplete. Had a man out there. So it's just a little bit too high. He's looking for a rep. And he'll fall incomplete, and it'll bring up third down. Make it third and 11 from the 24. 48.7 seconds left. Man, I think it's done a good job thus far here today. He's only a sophomore, too, so he's going to be here. For a couple more years at Casey. As it will be third down, third and 11 for the Warriors. Come out, slip back to running two wide receivers on the right hand side. Going to move one man in motion. That's Richards moving in motion from right to left. Ball from the ground, picked up. Going to hand it off to Carrath. And. They'll get it down inside the 20, down about the 19-yard line, so make it a gain of a pick six. And then I'll bring up fourth down. Here with just 25 seconds left, Casey's not going for the field goal. They're going to go for it here, fourth and looks like about six. Looking to throw as Clement lost his footing, and he fell down, and that'll be a turnover on down. Zach Harmon was able to get in there and put the pressure on him. And it'll be a turnover on downs. We'll say a loss of about, uh, we'll say a loss of three on the sack. And maybe six instead. Yeah, a loss of six. And Cumberland will take over. It'll be first and ten Pirates. 14.3 seconds left. Cumberland has no timeouts left. Ball in the 25, and I think you'll just see the Pirates take a knee here and go to halftime, lick their wounds, and try to regroup. And that's what the Pirates are looking like lined up for. Yep, Cumberland will just take a knee, and that will get us to the half. So through one half of football, it's been all Casey. 21 nothing. the Warriors lead. We will take a break. When we come back, we will have these possibilities in our halftime show coming up in just a moment. You're listening to Criminal Empire Football on WCRA. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holsapel-Clapp at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Neal Tire and Auto Service has been serving the community for over 90 years, and they're 100% employee-owned. You entrust your vehicle to their team, and they don't take that lightly. They treat you better than family. The word tire may be in their name, but they offer much more, like diagnostics, brakes, suspensions, and alignments, just to name a few. Nothing beats a Neal deal. Visit them today at 205 East Madison Street in Toledo. Open weekdays till 5 and Saturdays till noon. They wish the best of luck to this year's Cumberland Pirates. Go Pirates! 
Embrace the crisp allure of autumn with coffee and creams in Toledo. Discover your perfect brew among their hot and cold brews, teas, lotus, specialty sodas, and more. Tempt your taste buds with their mouth-watering sandwiches, ice cream, pizzas, soups, salads, wraps, and even treats for the little ones. And now, say hello to their new fall trick-or-treat menu, a delicious blend of seasonal sensations designed to leave you enchanted. Coffee and creams, the perfect blend of deliciousness, only in Toledo. Windows, doors, siding, and anything in between. Find it all right at Scott's Building Center. Scott's can service your needs with lumber, hand power tools, plumbing, electrical supplies, paints, and stains. Plus, they offer a rental center. Scott's is the largest Milwaukee dealer in the area. Support your local teams with an Orca cooler and chaser with your team's logo. Check out scottsbuildingcenter.com and on Facebook for all their specials and store hours. Proud supporter of the Cumberland Pirates. The Toledo Democrat has been keeping folks up to date on all the events in and around Cumberland County since 1857. Wes and Billy Chambers promised to keep that tradition alive at the Toledo Democrat. They're thankful for the opportunity to serve Cumberland County and their work hard to bring you up to date on the news and events in the area. The Toledo Democrat, your county newspaper says, let's go, Pirates! Your small business deserves big coverage, and that's what Cuts Insurance and Grinnell Mutual provide. We protect your future and your peace of mind with comprehensive and customized coverages you can rely on to run your business smoothly. Keep your sights set on the future. Trust in tomorrow. Contact Dave Cuts, your local Grinnell Mutual agent at Cuts Insurance today for all your business insurance needs. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. When you have a project to get done and you don't have the equipment you need, try Scott's Building Center in Greenham. Scott's has a rental center where you can rent anything from mini excavators, skid steers, electric jackhammers, utility and dump trailers, plus much more. For a fee, they can also deliver. Call or stop by today and see what all they have to offer. Their staff will help you get the equipment you need and help you with every project you have. So don't try to do the job without the right equipment. See Scott's Building Center on Route 40 in Greenham. If where you work just isn't working anymore, it's time to move up to Evapco in Greenup, where many employees have retired millionaires. Starting wages at Evapco range from $16.90 per hour to $22 per hour based on skills and experience. And life insurance is free. Receive profit sharing twice a year and enjoy exceptional health benefits like medical, dental, and vision insurance, along with a prescription drug plan. Evapco is looking for assembly mechanics, welders, machine operators, and general laborers. Make the move to Evapco. Apply at jobs.evapcomw.com. Equal opportunity employer this is the cumberland pirates halftime report on wcra welcome back here to casey westfield high school where the casey westfield warriors lead 21 nothing here after the half of this first round ihsa playoff matchup between the 16 casey westfield and the 11 seed your cumberland pirates let's take a look at stats first for the cumberland pirates olmstead five carries for two yards Two for eight, throwing the football for 32 yards, two interceptions. Blake McNeekin has three carries for negative one yard. It is Kaiser, one carry for one yard. And Beerman has two catches for 32 yards. Cumberland has only three first downs, two on penalties, one through the air. And uh, the Pirates, let's see here, uh, total offense for Cumberland. 
34 yards. That's all the Pirates have here at the half is 34 yards of offense. And you knew this was going to be a struggle coming into it. You knew it. You knew it. Talked to Coach. He knew it. Everyone knew this KZ defense is for real. And you're seeing it firsthand here tonight that this KZ defense, you know, like I said, it's 21 nothing. It might as well be 50 to nothing because this KZ defense is that good. Like I said, I think that they are a top 10, top 10 in the state, definitely top five in a 1A defense, without a doubt. I, I, I can say that without batting an eye. So uh, let's look at KZ and their stats uh, for Clement. He has five carries for four yards. He's three for five, throwing the football for 108 yards and a touchdown. It was Connor Sullivan, 13 carries for 93 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Tunt Weiler on the fake punt had a carry for 11 yards. It was uh, Grass, six carries for 98 yards and a touchdown. And then it was Ryan Richards with three catches for 108 yards and one touchdown. Casey does have one turnover on the fumble. And eight penalties for 80 yards. But really, those are the only negatives I can say about the uh, Warriors here in this first half as they have well over 300 yards of offense thus far. So their offense has just been dominating. The defense has been dominating. It's just been a dominating performance here by this KZ Westfield Warriors team. And that's why they lead at 21 nothing here in, at the half. Now, Cumberland will have the ball to start the second half, but Again, it feels like every time Cumberland kind of gets momentum, it immediately gets snapped away due to a mistake or something that the Pirates do. So we'll see if Cumberland can kind of prevent that from happening, hopefully, to start the second half. I mean, I don't I don't know what you do if you're Cumberland. Obviously, what you've been doing has not been working, but I don't know what you do to make it better. I don't know what the answer is. Uh, the rushing attack isn't there. Then you're having to rely on the pass. You're down big. So you've got to rely on the pass, but the passing game has not been working either. So, again, I don't know what the answer is for Cumberland here in the second half, but I, I don't I don't know what the answer is. But you got to fight, and we know anything from the past. We know this Cumberland Pirates team is going to keep fighting. They're not going to give up. But it's one of those things where it's just it feels like tonight's just not your night, and the Casey's just come out here and wanting to prove that they are one of the best teams in 1A. And uh, they are doing that here, at least early on. So we'll wait and see how this second half goes. We will take a break. When we come back, we'll try and look at some other scores for you, as well as preview games for tomorrow as well. You're listening to Cumberland Pirate Football on WCRA. The Toledo Democrat has been keeping folks up to date on all the events in and around Cumberland County since 1857. Wes and Billy Chambers promise to keep that tradition alive at the Toledo Democrat. They're thankful for the opportunity to serve Cumberland County and their work hard to bring you up to date on the news and events in the area. The Toledo Democrat, your county newspaper says, let's go, Pirates. Your small business deserves big coverage, and that's what Cuts Insurance and Grinnell Mutual provide. We protect your future and your peace of mind with comprehensive and customized coverages you can rely on to run your business smoothly. Keep your sights set on the future. Trust in tomorrow. Contact Dave Cuts, your local Grinnell Mutual agent at Cuts Insurance today for all your business insurance needs. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. 
When you have a project to get done and you don't have the equipment you need, try Scott's Building Center in Greenham. Scott's has a rental center where you can rent anything from mini excavators, skid steers, electric jackhammers, utility and dump trailers, plus much more. For a fee, they can also deliver. Call or stop by today and see what all they have to offer. Their staff will help you get the equipment you need and help you with every project you have. So don't try to do the job without the right equipment. See Scott's Building Center on Route 40 in Greenham. If where you work just isn't working anymore, it's time to move up to Evapco in Greenup, where many employees have retired millionaires. Starting wages at Evapco range from $16.90 per hour to $22 per hour based on skills and experience. And life insurance is free. Receive profit sharing twice a year and enjoy exceptional health benefits like medical, dental, and vision insurance, along with a prescription drug plan. Evapco is looking for assembly mechanics, welders, machine operators, and general laborers. Make the move to Evapco. Apply at jobs.evapcomw.com. Equal Opportunity employer. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhood thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holsapple-Clapp at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhood thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holsapple-Clapp at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. This is the Cumberland Pirates Halftime Report on WCRA. Welcome back here to KZ High School as the Warriors lead 21 to nothing. Uh, again, we're going to try and get you some scores from around the area. Only, well, as far as around the area games, I only have two other games that are going on. Rochester all over Lincoln. First time Lincoln's made the playoffs since 1985, I believe. And it looks like it'll be a one-and-done for the Lincoln Rail Splitters as they trail against Rochester, the number one seed, 42-7. to That came in just the second quarter. So the only other game I got going on tonight is Muhammad and Detroit Triad. Don't have a score for that. Uh, area games going on around the area tomorrow. It will be Clinton taking on Sullivan. It will be Mount Carmel. They will host Benton. Grove will be on the road taking on Leroy. That game tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Piasaw will head to Athens. That is a 1 o'clock start time as well. It'll be Vandalia heading to Lawrenceville. That game is at 2 o'clock tomorrow. Trenton Wesleyan will head to Shelbyville. That game at 1 o'clock tomorrow. It'll be Carlinville taking on St. Joe Ogden at 2 o'clock tomorrow as well. Plus, don't forget uh, Quincy Notre Dame will take on Arthur at 1 o'clock tomorrow. Pena and Nashville at 1 o'clock as well. Fairfield will head to Greenville. Greenville tries to keep their magical season alive here. That'll be a 1 o'clock start there. Uh, Bridgeport will take on uh, Camp Point Central at 2 o'clock tomorrow. It'll be Freeburg heading to Charleston. The Trojans make it back to the playoffs. They'll be hosting Freeburg that game at 2 o'clock. Taylorville will head to Murfreesboro that game at 3 o'clock tomorrow. Tough one there for the Tornadoes. 
Tuscola will head to Beltsville, Altoff Catholic. That's a tough one there for Tuscola. Again, at 3 o'clock, it'll be a pair as they travel to Roxana to take on the Shells tomorrow at 3 o'clock as well. And then don't forget, FM will take on Mount Zion tomorrow at 2.30. Coverage starts over on 105.5 Jack FM at 2.15 for that one. So uh, Travis Marks and Dominic will have a call for that one. And, uh, you know, that's, that's an interesting one because, again, that's one that just happened. Uh, two weeks ago, those two teams faced off, and it was FCM getting the win 21-14 at home on senior night over Mount Zion. So we'll see if the Hearts can pull off the upset again against Mount Zion at Mount Zion. Uh, it's, a, it's tough to beat the same team twice in a year, especially as close as these two games were played. But uh, we'll see We'll see what happens here. Uh, it's playoffs football. Everyone's 0-0. Everyone's got a shot. And here through a half, Cumberland shot maybe – just about up. They had a trail 21 to nothing. And again, you know, you, you just need a play. You just need a drive. You just need some points to try and gain some momentum as the rain has started falling again here at Casey. But you just you just need a little bit of momentum. And it seems like every time the Pirates get some momentum, it's immediately cut out from under them and taken away on two picks. That's what has been the difference maker it, are those two picks. I mean, you know, if you finish those drives, that first drive with the, um, you know, the, the kickoff that went down to the 35-yard line, you finish that drive, it's a 7-7 ball game, and you finish the one here at the end, it's 21-14, and you feel a little bit better because you've been able to move the football and get some points on the board, but instead, the Pirates come out, and they have three first downs, two of which were based on penalties from Casey and 34 yards of offense, and that's it. That's all the Pirates have as the Pirates now make their way out onto the field here to begin the second half momentarily. But, you know, it, it's just, again, I don't know what you do if you're Cumberland. How, how do you mix it up? How do you try something else? Um, the pass looks like it's worked a couple of times, but not really because then you, you throw interceptions. The run hasn't worked at all for the Pirates. I mean, there's nothing there trying to run the football against this KZ defense. So I don't know what you do. Uh, you start digging into your bag of tricks. Whatever tricks you got, whatever trick play you got, whatever whatever thing you have that you've been saving all season long to spring it on somebody, you spring it if you're Cumberland because nothing has worked tonight. you got to try to find something that works. And uh, – I see Coach Watkins making his way out onto the field. He's rubbing his head, and you can kind of tell he's kind of going the same thing. Like, well, what do we do? What do we do against this Casey team? Um, and, again, it's, it's only a three-possession ball game. I know that sounds like a lot, but you're getting the ball to start the second half. A score here makes it two possessions, and then maybe, you know, the, the Cumberland offense has been, or defense has been able to slow Casey down. Casey was forced, uh, well, they were going to punt it. Uh, instead, they ended up going for it, but... Um, you force the turnover. You haven't, you know, been awful on defense. I mean, you've given up 310 yards. Yes, that's a lot. But 21 points, we've we've seen bigger comebacks. But you got to get stuff to go right. You got to have momentum. And right now, the Pirates have no momentum and nothing that they've tried has worked. So we'll see if um, the second half is a different story. We will take one more break before the start of the second half. Go to Cumberland Pirate Football. On WCRA. S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-
The Toledo Democrat has been keeping folks up to date on all the events in and around Cumberland County since 1857. Wes and Billy Chambers promise to keep that tradition alive at the Toledo Democrat. They're thankful for the opportunity to serve Cumberland County and their work hard to bring you up to date on the news and events in the area. The Toledo Democrat, your county newspaper says, let's go Pirates! Your small business deserves big coverage, and that's what Cuts Insurance and Grinnell Mutual provide. We protect your future and your peace of mind with comprehensive and customized coverages you can rely on to run your business smoothly. Keep your sights set on the future. Trust in tomorrow. Contact Dave Cuts, your local Grinnell Mutual agent, at Cuts Insurance today for all your business insurance needs. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. When you have a project to get done and you don't have the equipment you need, try Scott's Building Center in Greenham. Scott's has a rental center where you can rent anything from mini excavators, skid steers, electric jackhammers, utility and dump trailers, plus much more. For a fee, they can also deliver. Call or stop by today and see what all they have to offer. Their staff will help you get the equipment you need and help you with every project you have. So don't try to do the job without the right equipment. See Scott's Building Center on Route 40 in Greenham. If where you work just isn't working anymore, it's time to move up to Evapco in Greenup, where many employees have retired millionaires. Starting wages at Evapco range from $16.90 per hour to $22 per hour based on skills and experience. And life insurance is free. Receive profit sharing twice a year and enjoy exceptional health benefits like medical, dental, and vision insurance, along with a prescription drug plan. Evapco is looking for assembly mechanics, welders, machine operators, and general laborers. Make the move to Evapco. Apply at jobs.evapcomw.com. Opportunity employer. You're listening to Cumberland Pirates Football on WCRA. Welcome back here to Casey High School. It's been all Warriors here, 21 nothing as we come out of the halftime break. Again, it will be Cumberland football coming out of the half. And, uh, you know, uh, talking with Will there over the uh, the break and just what do you do if you're Cumberland? What do you, what do you try? What do you. What do you what do you try? And I think the the one thing is that we know for a fact the Pirates will not quit. They're not gonna give up. They're not just gonna roll over and say, All right, we we've lost this game. Uh season's over. They're gonna they're gonna come out and keep fighting. I just don't know what you do. This K Z defense is so good. The one good thing is there's still a Cumberland faithful over on the sideline. That sideline's still full, no one has left, and they just rose to their feet and gave a standing ovation to the Pirates. Uh, as they came to the sidelines. So the crowd's still here for it. The, the fans are still here supporting the team. Um, the team, I'm not seeing a lot of heads hanging at this point. Um, but at the, the same time, you know, if you're, you're the players and you're the coaches, you're going, what do, you, what do we do? Because, again, nothing has worked. Uh, you know, the, the passing game has had moments where it looked okay on a 30-yard pass. But, again, when you have one 30-yard pass in total – as a team, you have 34 yards of offense and a half, and one of them, one play got you 30. That means you gained four yards the rest of the half. That's not good. That's not good, and I don't know how you solve that because, again, this KZ defense is just that good. Um, and Cumberland will get the ball, start to take a half, and, and try to build on something. Um, again, the rain has let up, if not dissipated completely. So maybe that'll help. Uh, I still think the field may be a little wet. I can see some spots glistening from the lights. 
again, if you're Cumberland, you got to try something. And we'll see if the Pirates can get another big kick return here from McMeekin. And maybe get a couple blocks or something like that. And you, you never know what could happen. Again, you just need one. Once you get one, you can kind of go, all right, maybe we have a chance at this. But you got to get that one first, and that's the hardest. And that's what Casey has been so good at defensively all season. As we said, this Casey defense thus far, five shutouts. As there's the kick. It's another good kick from Casey. McMeekin's going to catch it at the 10, looking to set up the return. He's got a big block downfield. He's got another one. He's down to the 40, and he's going to be pushed out of bounds about the 45-yard line. You're going to officially mark him down at the 44. That is the Cumberland 44, so a decent return. About 34 yards there for Blake. And it'll be first and 10 Cumberland on the 44-yard line. As we'll see what adjustments were made at halftime and if any of these adjustments will help the Pirates. As Cumberland will come out. It will be Olmstead. He's got a bunch of receivers on the left-hand side. Got Kaiser, the running back on the left-hand side. Three bunch receivers on the left. A snap rolls to his left as Olmstead under pressure. Going to get it away, and it's going to fall incomplete. Barely got that one out before he was hit. And I'll bring up second and ten. Second and ten for Cumberland. As the Pirates looking at second and ten after that first play was incomplete. They were trying to, I don't know what they were trying to set up, but, you know, the pressure just got there, and that's that's KZ defense. We haven't seen a whole lot of pressure brought from KZ defensively yet, um, but when they have, it has been successful. As Olmstead will come out shotgun again. Two receivers on the left, one running back on the left. As Olmstead's kind of hiked the ball, he gets it out just in time. He's trying to throw it up to McNeekin. Now he will get it to McNeekin too high, and it'll fall incomplete. As again, the pressure was brought again by Casey. Looks like just a three-man rush, but they were able to get in there and just overpower that Cumberland offensive line. And it'll be third and ten. Third and ten for Casey, or for Cumberland, on their own 44. And again, yet to move the football, have the Pirates. As Cumberland will come out. Shotgun again. Three receivers bunched on the left-hand side. One lone receiver on the right-hand side. That's Brown. Takes the snap. Looking to set up a quick screen pass. It's going to fall incomplete. They're trying to set up like a swing screen over to Kaiser, and it'll fall incomplete. And they'll bring out fourth down. Fourth and ten for the Pirates. And then they will be punting again. Armin's been busy tonight punting the football. Hasn't been awful punting it. You don't know if maybe in this spot, you know, down 21 nothing, maybe you could go for it, but it does look like the Pirates will. It looks like they will punt. As it'll be 4th and 10 on their own 44. Harmon gets that punt away. It's a low punt. It will bounce, and it'll be down at about the 33-yard line. That's where Casey will take over. So first and 10, Casey, and you have to feel if the Warriors are able to put some points on the board on this drive that they may kind of, I wouldn't say put it away, but uh, 
nails are starting to be driven at that point because then it's a four four game and your your offense has not done anything if you're Cumberland. So defense has to try and stand tall here, make a stop, and get the ball back. As it'll be a single back for Clement. Clement's going to move one man in motion from left to right. That motion man will move back under the line. He'll hand it off to Sullivan. Sullivan on the misdirection. Bounces to the outside. Give him about five. As he's closing in on 100 yards. He's at 98 with that carry. And it'll be second and six. Five or six. It's right halfway in between. Either way, I mean, if you can get four to six yards on a first down play, you'll take that as a coach. Single back once again. Wing back kind of on the left-hand side. Actually, two receivers. Again, one man in motion. He'll pitch it out to Sullivan. Sullivan looking for some running room, trying to cut back upfield. And he's going to break one tackle, break another. He's across the 50, still on his feet. And finally forced out of bounds at the 41-yard line. And it'll be a first down for Casey. And we'll say that is a twenty-two yard gain there by Sullivan. He just lowered his head and kept running. And a lot of times that'll bring you some good results. He's up over 120 yards thus far this evening. Go back again. They'll hand it off to Sullivan again. The big man fights forward. Give him another five. 125 yards now on the night. As Sullivan, Connor Sullivan, he's a 6'2, 220 senior. He's a hard man to bring down. Pirates are finding that out as Casey just moving this ball at will. It'll be second and five once again for the Warriors. 10-10 left to go in this third quarter. Clement moves a man in motion. He'll pitch it to the motion man. Full head of steam. It's Richards down the sideline. Still on his feet and can be brought down. But it will be enough for a first down. say it's about 15 yards on the jet sweep. And another first down for Casey. Looks their 11th of the night. It'll be first and 10 Casey on the 23-yard line. As Clement and company come to the line once more. Single back. Two receivers coming in wingback position. Going to move one in motion. They fake it to the pitch man, to the motion man. And instead, it'll be a handoff right side. He's got enough for the first down and more. That was, once again, that was Frost. That was Harris on the carry for another first down. Him 15 yards. As once again, they'll pitch it again to Sullivan. Sullivan looking for some running room right side. Breaks the tackle. He's in. Touchdown. Seven-yard touchdown run for Sullivan. And it's another touchdown for the Warriors. 
Whereas Casey with 9.36 left to go. Get on the board again with a seven-yard touchdown run from Sullivan, his second of the night, as there is a flag on the field. Unsportsmanlike conduct on Casey. So another penalty on the Warriors. It hasn't mattered much, but they will mark it off. Actually, the other thing, I think they're going to enforce it on the kickoff. So it will be an extra point attempt here coming up from Casey. Trying to go up 28 to nothing. Perfect thus far tonight is Casey. That's Brian Wright. On for the extra point, been perfect thus far. Three for three, and there's snap ball down. Kick up on the way. That one's perfect as well. And with the extra point, make it 28 to nothing. Casey leads. And we'll take a break when we come back. We'll have more coming on higher football on WCRA. Neil Tire and Auto Service has been serving the community for over 90 years, and they're 100% employee-owned. You entrust your vehicle to their team, and they don't take that lightly. They treat you better than family. The word tire may be in their name, but they offer much more, like diagnostics, brakes, suspensions, and alignments, just to name a few. Nothing beats a Neil deal. Visit them today at 205 East Madison Street in Toledo. Open weekdays till 5 and Saturdays till noon. They wish the best of luck to this year's Cumberland Pirates. Go Pirates! You're listening to Cumberland Pirates Football on WCRA. Welcome back here to Casey High School. As again, that penalty will be enforced here on the opening kickoff. Casey will be kicking it from the 25-yard line, so it'll be a 15-yard penalty that was enforced. So that's the ninth penalty of the night for Casey for 95 yards. But again, it hasn't mattered as Casey will be lined up to kick it from the 25-yard line. So McNeekin will stand about the 26. As the kick kind of fell down, Harmon's going to touch it, but he'll just down it at about the 48. As the kicker went to kick it and kind of slid on that wet grass. And it will be first and 10, Cumberland. Ball will be on their own 48. And that's where the Pirates will take over for their second drive of this second half. They trail 28-0. 9.33 left to go in this third quarter. Pirates went three and out last time they had the football. Three straight incompletions. Trying to accomplish something here on offense. As the line McMeekin up, kind of wing back, and now it's going to move in motion from right to left. Going to pitch it to the outside to Kaiser. Kaiser looking for some running room. He's going to get across 50. He fumbled it. Ball's on the ground, and Casey's got it. Casey's got it. As Kaiser, that's been a problem for for Kaiser all season long, has been fumbled. As Casey is just absolutely dominating this game now. It'll be first and 10 Casey on their own 40. 
six-yard line. As again, this, this Cumberland team just cannot get any momentum going, just cannot find anything right. As Casey will come out on the 46, their own 46, single back, two receivers kind of bunched up on the line. Gonna take the snap, Clement's going to look to throw. He's going to heave it up and a little over, and it'll fall incomplete. He had a man, he just missed him. I believe the intended target was Rodriguez. I saw him streaking down the middle of the field. He just missed him, overthrew it, and it'll bring up second down, second 10. Again, that's going to happen when you have a sophomore and a starting quarterback. He's going to make a couple of mistakes, but I mean that's really been the only mistake he's made thus far tonight for Clement. He hasn't been asked to do a lot, but that's okay. Again, when your defense is as good as you need, you don't need an explosive offense. Single back again. Wide receivers bunched up at the line. Going to pitch it out to Sullivan. Sullivan got a big hole. He's the 50, 45, 40, 35, 30, 25, 20. He's going to go all the way in. Touchdown. No flags. No flags. And he's in. And Sullivan with another touchdown. As that one will go. As that one will go. 50. 53 yards for Sullivan. And the extra point. Snap down, kick up, good. And it is. 35 to nothing, and it's been all Casey here with 9-12 left to go in the third quarter. We'll be back in 30. You're listening to Come On Fire Football on WCRA. The Toledo Democrat has been keeping folks up to date on all the events in and around Cumberland County since 1857. Wes and Billy Chambers promise to keep that tradition alive at the Toledo Democrat. They're thankful for the opportunity to serve Cumberland County and their work hard to bring you up to date on the news and events in the area. The Toledo Democrat, your county newspaper says, let's go, Pirates. This is Cumberland High School football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. Welcome back here to KZ. And this has been all Warriors. And again, you know, Casey, Little Illini Conference, you know, it's got a, a wide variety of schools. I mean, you're Casey at a 1A level, playing teams like a Mount Carmel, a Lawrenceville, which is 2A, Olney, which is 4A, Paris, which is 4A. You get battle-tested, and that one will be a touchback. As that kick would be a touchback. And it will be first and 10 for the Pirates on the – I, I believe it will be on the 20. Yes, it will. It will be on the 20-yard line. As that one bounced over McMeekin and screened into the end zone. 35 nothing. 
9-12 left to go in this third quarter. As someone will come out pistol. Two receivers on the right, one receiver on the left. Olmstead. Takes the snap. He's going to pitch it out to McNeekin. McNeekin's looking for some running room. Bounces outside. He's got a couple before he's chased out of bounds. And maybe a couple. A yard. One yard there. For McNeekin. He's now got zero yards on the night. He's back to zero. Four carries, zero yards for McNeekin. As Cumberland will come to the line. Shotgun. Wing back on the left-hand side. Tight end on the left. Receiver on the right and the left. Running back on the left as well. And a pitch to the running back. That's McNeekin looking to set up a hole. Trying to bounce outside. Trying to cut. Fell down. Ball's on the floor. Ball's on the ground. They're going to say KZ football. Another turnover. Another fumble. Fourth turnover of the night for the Pirates. As the rain is starting to come back down. As Casey is in complete control of this ball game, as they have been since the opening kickoff. I mean, again, this is a Casey team, like I said, a top five defense at 1A. And they're proving it here tonight as they'll come out again. Three running backs are going to pitch it outside to Sullivan. Sullivan lowers his head. He'll fight forward for a couple, giving him about three. He's got 135 yards tonight on 18 carries. As now I'm starting to see some of that frustration on the Pirates' face. I'm seeing a lot of hands on the hips and stuff like that. And it's, again, it's just been one of those nights. It's just been a bad game for Cumberland. As again, three running backs behind the quarterback. Going to hand off Sullivan. He's got a hole, and he's going to get in. Touchdown. Touchdown again. 17 yards out. Another touchdown for Sullivan, and another touchdown for Casey, and we're up to 41. Third touchdown of the quarter, and actually third touchdown in the last 90 seconds for Casey. And 17 yards out. For Sullivan. As they'll line up for the extra point. Perfect thus far tonight. Snap, down, kick, up. Good. Extra point is good. And it's 42 to nothing. Casey all over the Pirates here in this first round matchup. We will take another 30 seconds and we'll be back with more Cumberland Pirate football on WCRA. Share the road during harvest season. Cuts Insurance and Grinnell Mutual want your help protecting our hardworking farmers. While they're hard at work, let's keep their safety in mind while traveling our roadways. Slowing down and paying attention helps keep everyone safe. Together, we can trust in tomorrow. Contact Dave Cuts, your local Grinnell Mutual agent at Cuts Insurance today for all your insurance needs. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. 
This is Cumberland High School football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. Welcome back here to KZ as Erickson has that ball teed up again for the kickoff. This time they'll be kicking it off from the 40 to the 25 like earlier. And another good kick. And McMeekin will catch it at about the 5, trying to set up a return. And he'll be brought down at about the 22. We now have a running clock here in this first round matchup. As again, you, we, we talked about it. Cumberland had to avoid the mistakes. Four turnovers tonight. That's a lot of mistakes. And, you know, talking with Coach, you know, before the game, you know, he mentioned that, you know, we got to figure out this KZ defense, and they haven't been able to do that. I mean, plain and simple. As Cumberland will come out pistol. Two receivers on the left, one receiver on the right. McNeek in the deep back. Olmstead takes the snap, takes it to Kaiser, going to hand it off to McNeekin. McNeekin trying to fight forward, and he will fight forward for his biggest run of the night, give him about seven. So it'll be second and four. Second and four from the 30. Second and four from the 30-yard line for the Pirates. As Cumberland will come out, I formation. Beerman, the receiver on the right. Harmon, the receiver on the left. McNeek in the deep back. And off will go to Kaiser. Kaiser looking for some running room up in the middle. He's got enough for a pirate first down. Give him about nine on that one. And a pirate first down, just their fourth of the night. Some of them are just their fourth first down of the night, only their second based off their own offense. And it will be first and ten on the 39. I formation again. As handoff, we'll go to McMeekin, looking for some running room up the middle, and he's going to be brought down hard by that Casey defense. But give him nine on that carry. He's got 16 yards on the night on six attempts. And it'll be second and one for the Pirates. And again, it's just... This Cumberland offense just can't figure out this KZ defense. Looks like they may be starting to build a little bit of momentum, but it's too little too late at this point. Wishbone for the Pirates. Going to hand it off up the middle and brought down by a host of Warriors. That was Kaiser on the carry. They're going to give him forward progress and say he lost the yard. It'll be third down for the Pirates. Third and two, and don't forget, coming up, we will have our post-game show. We'll announce our Country Financial Curtis Walker Loan House off a flat play of the game, as well as our Gentry Small Engine Repair Defensive Player of the game as well. So third down, third and two for the Pirates. Ball in their own 47-yard line. Coming on the lineup, Wildcat. Meekin at the quarterback position. It's going to be a high snap, and Meekin just has to fall on it. 
and that'll be a loss of eight. Actually, going to say a loss of nine for McNeekin after the high snap. And it'll be fourth and 11, and the Pirates will be punting. I believe that Cumberland will be punting here. With it being fourth and 11. Nope, looks like they will be going for it. Fourth and 11 for the Pirates. Ball on the 38-yard 30, line. Shotgun formation for Cumberland. Going to fake the handoff to Kaiser under pressure. Ball pokes out. And it's going to be a turnover and a fumble. Third fumble of the night, fifth turnover for the Pirates. And again, this is just, I don't know what else I can say at this point for Cumberland. It'll be first and 10 Casey on the 34, as this has just been a complete domination by Casey. As they'll mark that as a strip sack. As once again, Casey will head to the line here. Three running backs behind the quarterback, Clement. Oh, ball's on the ground. Clement able to pick it up, and he'll try to fight forward for a yard. He may have gotten one. That was just a heads-up play of seeing the ball on the ground. He it kind of bounced up to him, and he grabbed it. As Sullivan will make his way off the field after a good night. He will be done, I believe, for the evening, at least on the offensive side of things. As Clement will come out, as it will be Montgomery checking in. Montgomery will be the deep back. He'll get the pitch. Montgomery looking for some running room. He's got one broken tackle, another. There is a flag on the field. So we'll wait and see what the flag is on. As we have a pirate down on the field as well. As it will be a hold on Casey. And that pirate who's down, kind of holding his midsection. It's going to be Cameron Brown. He will be helped off the field under his own power. He'll jog over to the sidelines. And that'll be a 15-yard penalty again on Casey. Casey with 10 penalties. Hundred and ten yards. Penalty yards. Again, it hasn't mattered. At least not in this first round matchup, but you know that's something they're going to want to clean up for next week. Clement takes a snap, going to hand it off up the middle. Looking for some running room, brought down. And again was Montgomery. And that time he will fight forward for about 10. Makes it third down, third and about six for Casey. Third and six for the Warriors as they try to pick up this first down. With just 110 left to go in this third quarter, and they already lead 42 to nothing. Rain's starting to come down again. Another pitch. It's on the ground, though. 
Rain may have been a factor in that, but Brown's able to fall on it. Check, check that. Montgomery's able to fall on it. And it will be fourth down. It's a five-yard loss. And we'll see what Casey wants to do here. Fourth down. Make it fourth and about 13. Ball on the Cumberland 35-yard line. And listen, they will be going for it. Matt again with three running backs behind him. Move one out to the right side. Matt takes the snap. He's looking to throw. Still looking to throw. Got all kinds of time. He's going to air it out across the middle of Richards. Richards has got it. He's in for the touchdown. Another touchdown for Casey. 35-yarder. Richards second of the night. Second passing touchdown of the night. That one from 35 yards out. With 15.7 seconds left in this third quarter. 35 yards from Clement to Richards. And again, you have to think that Casey will be a tough matchup for whoever they face, and they'll find out who they face tomorrow. It'll be be in Comus, or it'll be Northwestern, as the extra point is good. That makes it 49 to nothing, Casey. Here with just 15.7 seconds left in the third. We will stay right here while we have a moment. Let's thank our sponsors for making not just this broadcast, but every broadcast possible of Cumberland Fire Football this season. Scott's Building Center, Evanco Midwest, First Neighbor Bank Toledo, Country Financial, Curtis Walker, and Lauren Holstapple Clap, Cuts Insurance, Gentry Small Engine Repair, Coffee and Creams, Neil Tyron Toledo, and the Toledo Democrat. Thanks to all of them for their support all season long of Cumberland Pirates football. And it looks like after tonight, our next Cumberland broadcast will be for the Cumberland Thanksgiving tournament on the basketball side of things. Make sure you join us for that coming up the week of Thanksgiving. I believe the Pirates play on Tuesday, but don't know that for sure. So that it looks like, barring a miraculous comeback from the Pirates, will be our next Cumberland broadcast. Don't forget, coming up post-game, we'll try and catch Coach Watkins, talk about tonight's game, and the, not so much the season as a whole. We will catch up with him during the starting lineup next week for that. But just a little bit of talk about that is there's another kickoff, another good kick. It'll be caught by McMeekin about the 15. He's got a full head of steam. He'll cut across the field, running kind of crossways instead of downfield, and he'll only get to about the 31-yard line. That's where the Pirate offense will take over. A Cumberland offense that, again, has not done much. After three quarters of play, Casey leads 49-40. to We will take a break. When we come back, we'll have the final quarter of play. You're listening to Cumberland Pirate Football on WCRA. Neil Tire and Auto Service has been serving the community for over 90 years, and they're 100% employee-owned. You entrust your vehicle to their team, and they don't take that lightly. They treat you better than family. The word tire may be in their name, but they offer much more, like diagnostics, brakes, suspensions, and alignments, just to name a few. Nothing beats a Neil deal. Visit them today at 205 East Madison Street in Toledo. Open weekdays till 5 and Saturdays till noon. They wish the best of luck to this year's Cumberland Pirates. Go Pirates! 
Embrace the crisp allure of autumn with Coffee and Creams in Toledo. Discover your perfect brew among their hot and cold brews, teas, lotus, specialty sodas, and more. Tempt your taste buds with their mouth-watering sandwiches, ice cream, pizzas, soups, salads, wraps, and even treats for the little ones. And now, say hello to their new fall trick-or-treat menu, a delicious blend of seasonal sensations designed to leave you enchanted. Coffee and Creams, the perfect blend of deliciousness only in Toledo. You're listening to Cumberland Pirates Football on WCRA. Welcome back here to Casey High School as we start the final quarter of action. As it will be Olmstead shotgun. He's got two running backs, three receivers, two on the right, one on the left. And move one man in motion. I'll hand it off to to Kaiser. Kaiser looking for some running room. Not a lot there. He brought down by a host of Warriors. Give him again a three. Kaiser's got 12 yards on four carries. As again, this, this Cumberland offense just can't do anything against this Casey team. And it's 49 to nothing here in the final quarter of play. And I see that McMeekin is not out there for the Pirates. Again, he was banged up earlier. So it'll be Olmstead with Kaiser beside him. Two receivers on the right-hand side, two receivers on the left. Going to hand it off. Nope, going to keep it himself on the option keeper. Olmstead spins away from one man, breaks one tackle. He's down to the 40, 45, and he's going to be brought out of bounds about the 48-yard line, I believe. It will be a first down. So first down for the Pirates by Olmstead. We'll give him about uh, 14 yards on that carry. He's got 16 yards on the night on six carries. 14 of his 16 just came on that last play, and it'll be a first and 10 for Cumberland. Just their fifth first down of the night. Shotgun, two receivers on the right, one on the left. Going to move one man in motion, one of the two running backs. And off will go to Kaiser. Guys, we'll get it to the 50. Still fighting, and he's finally going to be brought down. They'll give him forward progress to the 50. So give him a yard. As it'll be second and nine for the Pirates. Ball in the 50. Forty-nine to nothing, Casey. There's just 10 minutes left to go in this ball game and 10 minutes left in the Pirates' season. As Olmstead, two receivers on the right-hand side. He's going to run from the shotgun. Takes snaps, the high snaps, and he's trying to hand it off to Kaiser, but it was a high snap, so Olmstead's going to keep himself. He's going to fight forward. Give him about, uh, we'll give him seven on that carry. He's got 20 yards. I checked that. Seven yards on that carry. He's got 23 yards tonight. They'll be third down, third and three. As again, the winner of tonight's game in this playoff will face the winner of Greenfield Northwestern in the Comets. That game taking place tomorrow. Shotgun formation. Handoff will go to Kaiser. Looking for running room on the right-hand side. He's going to bounce to the outside. Stiff arms. A man lowers his shoulders. Keeps fighting forward. 
And he'll get enough for the first and more. As he'll be down at the 34-yard line. So give him 11 on that one. And another Pirate first down, but again, too little too late for Cumberland. You like the fight you're seeing out of Kaiser fighting forward there, but it's just too little too late at this point. For Cumberland, Kaiser will line up beside Olmstead in the shotgun. Takes a snap. Olmstead's going to keep it himself, looking for running room on the left side. He's going to be brought down after a gain of about, looks like... We'll get him sticked on that one. So it'll be second and four. Here with just eight minutes left to go in the ball game. Ball on the 28-yard line. Again, it looks like Cumberland kind of having a little bit of a different look out there right now. As it looks like they have their seniors out. So this is kind of Getting some reps in for what would be next year's team as Kaiser going to get it on the sweep to the right side. He'll get enough for the first. Give him about five yards on that one. And another first down. Here with 7.24 left to go in this ballgame. Again, there is a running clock as Case leads 49 to nothing. I think for Cumberland, you just want to get that zero off the scoreboard. But again, Casey has been in control of this one the whole time. No doubt about it. Cumberland, shotgun again, fake it on the jet sweep. Olmstead's going to run it around to the right side. He's going to get hammered, not once but twice. And give him a gain of one. Make it second and nine. Second and nine for the Pirates. Ball in the 22-21. As again, Olmstead will come over from the sideline, break the huddle. Pirates come out shotgun. Three receivers, two on the left, one on the right. Kaiser running back on the left-hand side as well. Kaiser will get the handoff, running right side, breaks, well, trying to break a tackle, couldn't. No gain on that one. It'll be third down. Third down, we'll say third and nine. Third and nine. For the Pirates here with 5.45 left to go in the ballgame. They trail 49 to nothing. Shotgun, three receivers on the left, one receiver on the right for the Pirates. Guys are running back on the left-hand side. Olmstead's going to throw it, gets it out, and it's incomplete. He had a man out there kind of setting up a screenplay. It was Cade McMeekin who was out there. But it'll fall incomplete. Bring it fourth down, fourth and nine. At this point, it's fourth and nine. You're on the KZ 21-yard line. You got to go for it. I mean, nothing else you can do at this point. As they'll line up high formation. Well, the Pirates, McMeekin is the deep back. That's Cade McMeekin, the deep back. 
Play action. Olmstead looking to throw. He's got a man. It's going to be caught for a first down for the Pirates. So we'll give him about, uh, that was Harmon on the catch. Give him about 11 yards on that one. And it will be a Pirate first down. Keep the drive alive. Cumberland will have it now first and 10 on their the KZ 11-yard line. There were just 420 left to go in the ballgame. 49 nothing. KZ leads in this first-round matchup of the IHSA playoffs. Class 1A. High formation. Going to hand it off. McMeekin looking for some running room. Not a lot there on the left side. He's going to be trampled by a couple of Casey Warriors. Cade McMeekin, the sophomore, given three. I'll bring up second down. Second and seven. Ball on the nine-yard line. As Cumberland will come out, shotgun, empty backfield. And take the handoff is Olmstead, and he flips on the wet grass. He'll go down after maybe two yards. And they'll bring up third down. Actually, they're going to say one yard. One yard game. So, third down. For the Pirates, three minutes left to go in the ball game, 49 to nothing. I think Casey's had the ball, or Cumberland's had the ball this whole fourth quarter almost. As I formation, going to fake the handoff play action, looking to throw, got it out there to Kaiser, stiff arms one man, still fighting, he's going to get close to the end zone, he's not quite in, down at the one, but I believe it will be enough for a first, yes it will, first down, so he needed seven, yeah exactly seven, and it'll be first and goal for the Pirates on the one, as Cumberland just tries to get the zero off the scoreboard. Just for their own confidence. As Cumberland will come out, it looks like Wishbone. Gearman and K. McNeese in the deep back. Instead, Olmstead's just going to try the QB sneak up the middle. And he's in. Touchdown. So at least Cumberland will not get shut out here tonight. With 1.53 left to go in the fourth quarter. That touchdown brought to you by First Neighbor Bank of Toledo. That was a one-yard run by Olmstead. That's now Nebel will have the ball for the extra point. Nebel, we're waiting on one other player for the Pirates. He makes his way out here. Nebel waits the snap as Casey jumps. It'll be encroachment on the Warriors.
as that penalty will be enforced on the kickoff. So we'll line up again. As I'm waiting for something to happen. Everyone's just kind of standing. As Cumberland will move it up half an inch. As there's snap ball down, kick ups on the way, and it's good. The extra point is good. The Pirates will not be shut out here tonight, but they still trail 49-7. to We will take a break. We'll come back with the conclusion of tonight's game here on WCRA. Summer is winding down, and that means two things at Gentry Small Engine Repair. They're ready to service your outdoor equipment, like chainsaws and leaf blowers. Need repairs, parts, or something shiny and new that can help kick off your season. Go see Gentry Small Engine to get your machines ready for fall and football season. Don't forget to have your generator spruced up and ready to roar for those tricky Illinois winners. Located on the north side of the square in Toledo, Gentry Small Engine is a very proud supporter of Cumberland Pirate football. This is Cumberland High School football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. So Cumberland will be kicking the ball off here as they got the goose egg off the scoreboard. It's 49 to 7 here with just a minute 53 left. And basically, we await the kickoff here from Nebel. And Nebel with the kick. It's a decent kick. It'll be caught at about the 17 yard line. That's where the return will set up for Casey. You know, just run it right out of bounds. About the 34 yard line. And we'll see if Hayes even runs a play here with a minute 40 left. I mean, they can just take a knee and call it good. And get the win here tonight. So, Hayes, will be advancing. Again, they will play the winner of Greenfield, Northwestern Co-op, and Nokomis. That game is tomorrow. That will be a second-round matchup. I believe, unless I'm incorrect, but I believe no matter what, Casey will be on the road for that one because either Nokomis would have a home game and they haven't had a home game yet. Or um, it would be uh, Greenfield, the higher seed. But instead, Casey's going to run a play. They're going to try to hand it off. It's on the ground, and it will be recovered by Casey. The second-team offense now in there for the Warriors. Here with just one minute left to go. One minute left to go, and that handoff will put them back about five as Sullivan will be in there for KZ at quarterback. That is Kellen Sullivan, the sophomore. And now it looks like they will just line up and we're on the clock line down here. And they'll take a knee, and that'll do it. KZ gets the win tonight. Final score, 49-7. to Cumberland season ends here 12 miles from home. They're not the way the Pirates wanted it to end, but it ends that way anyways. Cumberland was just outmanned and outmatched tonight by a better KZ team. That's why KZ is the 6th and Cumberland's the 11th. Uh, KZ does what they need to do, defend their home field, and now they will be, I believe, like I said, on the road no matter what. 
this matter will they take on Nokomis or Greenfield Northwestern. So congratulations to the Warriors. Their season will continue. Pirate season comes to an end. Cumberland finish six and four on the year. As the Pirates take the loss here tonight, season comes to an end. And with Rockets Red Flair, we will take a break. When we come back, we will have a look at the final stats brought to you by Coffee and Cream, as well as our Gentry Small Engine Defensive Player of the Game and our Country Financial Curtis Walker Local Top Top Player of the Game as well. You're listening to Cumberland Pirates Football on WCRA. Windows, doors, siding, and anything in between. Find it all right at Scott's Building Center. Scott's can service your needs with lumber, hand power tools, plumbing, electrical supplies, paints, and stains. Plus, they offer a rental center. Scott's is the largest Milwaukee dealer in the area. Support your local teams with an Orca cooler and chaser with your team's logo. Check out scottsbuildingcenter.com and on Facebook for all their specials and store hours. Proud supporter of the Cumberland Pirates. If where you work just isn't working anymore, it's time to move up to Evapco in Greenup, where many employees have retired millionaires. Starting wages at Evapco range from $16.90 per hour to $22 per hour based on skills and experience. And life insurance is free. Receive profit sharing twice a year and enjoy exceptional health benefits like medical, dental, and vision insurance, along with a prescription drug plan. Evapco is looking for assembly mechanics, welders, machine operators, and general laborers. Make the move to Evapco. Apply at jobs.evapcomw.com. Equal opportunity employer your small business deserves big coverage and that's what cuts insurance and grinnell mutual provide we protect your future and your peace of mind with comprehensive and customized coverages you can rely on to run your business smoothly keep your sights set on the future trust in tomorrow contact dave cuts your local grinnell mutual agent at cuts insurance today for all your business insurance needs trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of grinnell mutual reinsurance company Summer is winding down, and that means two things at Gentry Small Engine Repair. They're ready to service your outdoor equipment, like chainsaws and leaf blowers. Need repairs, parts, or something shiny and new? They can help kick off your season. Go see Gentry Small Engine to get your machines ready for fall and football season. Don't forget to have your generator spruced up and ready to roar for those tricky Illinois winners. Located on the north side of the square in Toledo, Gentry Small Engine is a very proud supporter of Cumberland Pirate football. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhood thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holsapel-Clapp at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. The Toledo Democrat has been keeping folks up to date on all the events in and around Cumberland County since 1857. Wes and Billy Chambers promised to keep that tradition alive at the Toledo Democrat. They're thankful for the opportunity to serve Cumberland County and their work hard to bring you up to date on the news and events in the area. The Toledo Democrat, your county newspaper says, let's go, Pirates! Hey, let's go! 
Cumberland football is here again. The First Neighbor Bank is there is nothing better than home field advantage. That's why we offer basic checking with no monthly service charge, along with interest-bearing checking for both consumers and businesses. It's a wide array of personal consumer, business, and agriculture loans. While away from home, pay from anywhere with First Neighbor's online banking and mobile app. First Neighbor Bank in Green Up and Toledo, FirstNeighborBank.com. An equal housing lender member of FDIC. All loans subject to credit approval. Now, enjoy the game and let's go Pirates. Well, I like the way this game is going right now. Windows, doors, siding, and anything in between. Find it all right at Scott's Building Center. Scott's can service your needs with lumber, hand power tools, plumbing, electrical supplies, paints, and stains. Plus, they offer a rental center. Scott's is the largest Milwaukee dealer in the area. Support your local teams with an Orca cooler and chaser with your team's logo. Check out scottsbuildingcenter.com and on Facebook for all their specials and store hours. Proud supporter of the Cumberland Pirates. If where you work just isn't working anymore, it's time to move up to Evapco and Greenup, where many employees have retired millionaires. Starting wages at Evapco range from $16.90 per hour to $22 per hour based on skills and experience. And life insurance is free. Receive profit sharing twice a year and enjoy exceptional health benefits like medical, dental, and vision insurance, along with a prescription drug plan. Evapco is looking for assembly mechanics, welders, machine operators, and general laborers. Make the move to Evapco. Apply at jobs.evapcomw.com. Equal opportunity employer your small business deserves big coverage and that's what cuts insurance and grinnell mutual provide we protect your future and your peace of mind with comprehensive and customized coverages you can rely on to run your business smoothly keep your sights set on the future trust in tomorrow contact dave cuts your local grinnell mutual agent at cuts insurance today for all your business insurance needs trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of grinnell mutual reinsurance company Summer is winding down, and that means two things at Gentry Small Engine Repair. They're ready to service your outdoor equipment, like chainsaws and leaf blowers. Need repairs, parts, or something shiny and new that can help kick off your season. Go see Gentry Small Engine to get your machines ready for fall and football season. Don't forget to have your generator spruced up and ready to roar for those tricky Illinois winters. Located on the north side of the square in Toledo, Gentry Small Engine is a very proud supporter of Cumberland Pirate football. Welcome in the Cumberland Pirates football postgame show on 99.5-1077 WCRA. Welcome back here to Casey High School where the Pirates season comes to an end at the hands of the Casey Westfield Warriors. Final score, 49-7. Casey led 14-0 after the first, 21-0 at halftime, and then a big third quarter for Casey made it 49-0, and Cumberland did get a touchdown there in that final quarter, but it wasn't obviously enough, so the Pirates take the loss here tonight. Let's take a look at our coffee and cream final stats. First for Casey offensively, it was Clement. He had six carries for five yards. He was four for seven throwing the football for 143 yards and two touchdowns. It was Montgomery with two carries for five yards. Sullivan, 19 carries, 152 yards, three touchdowns on the night. He had a big game as well. It was uh, sorry, my roster flew away for me. Uh, Tootweiler with one carry for 11 yards. It was Karras, seven carries for 113 yards. And finally, Ryan Richards had one carry for 15 yards, and he had all the catches tonight for Casey. Yes, he had all of them, two touchdowns as well. So he had 143 yards through the air. Only one turnover for Casey. 
they didn't have 10 penalties for 110 yards, so you know the coach is going to look at that and try to fix that up for next week. 12 first downs for Casey, 444 total yards of offense for the Warriors. For Cumberland, Olmstead, 4 for 14, throwing the football 50 yards, 2 interceptions, 11 carries, 32 yards in that final touchdown there at the end. Blake Mameekin, 7 carries, 7 yards. Blake couldn't get anything started tonight against this Casey defense. Just wasn't. There's just nothing there, unfortunately. Um, Kaiser had 9 carries for 29 yards, 1 catch for 7 yards. It was Cade McNeekin, uh, one carry for three yards there towards the end. Beerman had two catch for 30 yards. And Zach Harmon had one catch for 11 yards. Pirates had five total turnovers. And Cumberland with nine first downs, two based on penalties, three on, uh, yeah, three on passes and four rushing the football and only 121 total yards of offense for this Cumberland offense, so it's just good not getting going against Casey. So Casey will advance on. Like we said, they'll play Greenfield, Northwestern, or Nokomis. It'll be on the road next week regardless. So uh, look forward to that one, a team that Cumberland's very familiar with. Both those teams, actually, Cumberland's very familiar with. Uh, time to announce our country financial, Curtis Walker, Lowell holds that clap play of the game, and I'm going to go with the kickoff from McMeekin. Uh, the very start of the game, the guy Cumberland all the way down to the 35. Of course, the Pirates immediately threw an interception after that. But that opening kickoff made you feel like there was some momentum there, a chance. Um, and, and the short field kind of made you believe for a moment. And unfortunately, just uh, not, nothing could, could come out of that. But that was our country financial Chris Walker, one whole top of class play of the game. Our Gentry Small Injury Impaired Defensive Player of the Game. Um, I guess I'll go with Zach Harmon, who got in, got some pressure quite a lot on the uh, the KZ Westfield quarterback, uh, Clement, and, uh, you know, it felt like he was one of the only guys who's kind of disrupting things, but um, that's it. That's the only only guy I can think of as far as our defensive player of the game. So um, that is uh, what we got right now as I see Coach still down talking to the team. Uh, last team, kind of team meeting on the field of the season is always a, a tough one, so they're taking a little extra time there. So while we have a moment, let's thank all our sponsors one last time. And again, without our sponsors, these games would not be possible, and we appreciate them being with us along for the ride here in this season as the Pirates will finish 6-4 and four on the year. I want to thank Scott's Building Center, Evapco Midwest, First Neighbor Bank of Toledo, Country Financial, Curtis Walker, and Lauren Holt, Apple Clap, Cuts Insurance, Gentry Small Engine Repair, Coffee and Creams, Neil Tyre Toledo and the Toledo Democrat. Thanks to all of them for their support of Cumberland Pirate football all season long. We greatly appreciate it. Without their support all season long, we would not be here to do these broadcasts. And we greatly appreciate their support. And, uh, you know, Cumberland just unfortunately just fell down here at the end, just got, again, a better team. And, again, you look back at the Nokomis game, you look back at the Arthur game and go, oh, we could have just gotten one more win you know, you wouldn't be facing Casey in this round. You you, you you wouldn't. You'd probably be hosting a playoff game. So you have to look at that and go, oh, what could have been? What could have been? And uh, unfortunately for the Pirates, what could have been ends tonight and a loss here at Casey. Again, 49-7, to the Pirates go down to Casey Westfield. Congratulations to the Warriors. Once again, they will be moving on for a second-round matchup, I believe, on the road again, no matter what. But again, tune in to the starting lineup next week over on 99 The Game. We'll have complete previews and, and stuff like that, as well as a season wrap-up interview with Coach Watkins as well. Hey, don't forget, you can also listen to broadcasts of the World Series games tonight, tomorrow, and on Monday night 
all over on 98.9 The Game as well. And don't forget, tomorrow, Effingham Park will be in action as they travel up to Mount Zion for their first-round game at the Class 4A level. Effingham takes on Mount Zion. Coverage of that starts at 2.15 p.m. tomorrow. Again, over on 105.525 Jack FM. So, uh, Cumberland season comes to an end here tonight. We will step away for one more break. When we come back, we will hopefully be joined by Coach Watkins here on the post-game show. You're listening to Cumberland Pirate Football on WCRA. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holsapel-Clapp at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. The Toledo Democrat has been keeping folks up to date on all the events in and around Cumberland County since 1857. Wes and Billy Chambers promise to keep that tradition alive at the Toledo Democrat. They're thankful for the opportunity to serve Cumberland County and their work hard to bring you up to date on the news and events in the area. The Toledo Democrat, your county newspaper says, let's go Pirates! Cumberland Football is here again. The First Neighbor Bank knows there is nothing better than home field advantage. That's why we offer basic checking with no monthly service charge, along with interest-bearing checking for both consumers and businesses. It's a wide array of personal consumer, business, and agriculture loans. While away from home, pay from anywhere with First Neighbor's online banking and mobile app. First Neighbor Bank in Green up in Toledo, firstneighborbank.com. An equal housing lender member of FDIC. All loans subject to credit approval. Now, enjoy the game, and let's go Pirates. Well, I like the way this game is going right now. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhood thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holsapel-Clapp at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. The Toledo Democrat has been keeping folks up to date on all the events in and around Cumberland County since 1857. Wes and Billy Chambers promise to keep that tradition alive at the Toledo Democrat. They're thankful for the opportunity to serve Cumberland County and their work hard to bring you up to date on the news and events in the area. The Toledo Democrat, your county newspaper says, let's go Pirates! Cumberland Football is here again. The First Neighbor Bank knows there is nothing better than home field advantage. That's why we offer basic checking with no monthly service charge, along with interest-bearing checking for both consumers and businesses. It's a wide array of personal consumer, business, and agriculture loans. While away from home, pay from anywhere with First Neighbor's online banking and mobile app. First Neighbor Banking, green up until legal, firstneighborbank.com. An equal housing lender member of FDIC. All loans subject to credit approval. Now, enjoy the game, and let's go Pirates. Well, I like the way this game is going right now. Embrace the crisp allure of autumn with coffee and creams in Toledo. Discover your perfect brew among their hot and cold brews, teas, lotus, specialty sodas, and more. Tempt your taste buds 
with their mouth-watering sandwiches, ice cream, pizzas, soups, salads, wraps, and even treats for the little ones. And now, say hello to their new fall trick-or-treat menu, a delicious blend of seasonal sensations designed to leave you enchanted. Coffee and creams, the perfect blend of deliciousness only in Toledo. Welcome in the Cumberland Pirates football postgame show on 99.5-1077 WCRA. Welcome back here to KZ High School. I'm joined on the postgame show by Coach Watkins here. And uh, Coach, just uh, a bad night. It felt like every time the Pirates kind of had some momentum, something would come up and, and stop the Pirates here tonight. And, uh, and we talked during the week about this, this KZ defense being for real, and, and they were for real tonight. And Cumberland just it felt like you never get anything going on offense. Yeah, it was a struggle, and you know, not only do we not get anything going on offense, but then we put our defense in, in terrible situations. You know, when you're mm-hmm. when you turn a football over, so um, I mean, they're tough enough to stop, let alone when you give them, you know, short fields. And that's what we did there coming out of the second half, and they just kind of buried us after that. And um, you know, yeah, it was. We knew going in that they had a good run game, and they had you know a, a really really good defense. You know, we talked about that, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it was showcased tonight. It, it sure was, and. You know, this is one of those games where, you know, you look for positives. You try to find something. I, I know it's the last game of the season, but I thought uh, kind of there in the fourth quarter, um, you know, kind of seeing a preview of kind of what we were going to have next year, it looked like is what you were, we had out there towards the end, and it, it looked like it was getting some success. Yeah, I mean, it was against their, their JV, right. you know, kids. But, yeah, I mean, if you're trying to find a positive silver lining, I mean, that was one thing is, young, you know, youth, we're very, very young. Mm-hmm. And, um you know, if nothing else, we got some experience. You know, tonight for for our juniors and sophomores that plays because we have we have a lot of them at play. So, uh, yeah, I guess if that's a, a silver lining and getting beat forty nine to seven, that would be that would be one of them. Also, no penalties, coach. All night, all night, no oh, penalties no, for the Pirates. Well, but five turnovers doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah well, well, whatever I, it was, I wasn't. Me. I wasn't going to mention that. I was just yeah. going to mention the no penalties. But uh, what do you what do you take away? And again, we'll we'll talk in the middle of the week more about kind of a season wrap-up, but you mentioned, you know, what do you take away from a game like this? I'm going to ask you, Coach, what do you take away from a game like this? Um, again, just trying to tell learning for the for the young kids. You know, mm-hmm. your heart's got to the seniors that have put so much into this program. and You know, it's, it's unfortunate for them to have been this way, but, you know, for majority of teams, I mean, it, it, all but eight teams win the state, you know, it ends, it ends right. at some point, you know, so it sucks for the seniors. Um, um, the only, like I said, positive you can take away is for the younger kids, you know, and hopefully they understand they, you know, the feeling that they have right now, um, you know, hopefully that feeds their motivation in the next year. And um, hopefully they, you know, they're hungry and they have a, a solid off, off season, want to get in the weight room and then get in bigger and faster and stronger. That's the name of this game. Absolutely it is. So uh, Cumberland season comes to an end here tonight, 6-4 and four on the year, but another playoff appearance. Again, one of only 32 teams at the 1A level that gets to say they made uh, the postseason. So, again, that's another thing. You keep your postseason streak alive. Keep the winning season record alive. So uh, there are a couple of positives about the year, and, again, we'll talk more about that in the middle of the week, Coach. Uh, but thanks for joining us all season long after the games, and uh, sorry tonight did not go the way we wanted it to. It's been my pleasure. Thank you for everything you've done, Eric. I appreciate it. So for Coach Watkins here joining us on the postgame show, as well as for Will back at the studio, this is Derek Rice signing off for the last time for Cumberland Pirate football this season. We'll be back for Cumberland Pirate basketball starting the week of Thanksgiving with the Cumberland Thanksgiving tournament. Until then, have a great and a safe one, and we'll talk to you the week of Thanksgiving. 
At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holsapo-Clapp at 210-242-2000. 